got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's up, everybody? This is episode 195, I-95 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast, coming to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios. Bring you in, as always, your lovable host, Just Duck and Travis, just on his damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT. What is up, everybody? And to my right, a man that needs some introduction, the Guyanese god himself, Dijon Mustard, Celine Dijon, and Chat DPT. John Mooch, everybody. What's going on? What's going on? Hashtag Johnny's workout plan. Favorite trainer's favorite trainer. How we doing? That's a fact. Did you see the video I sent you? <laughs> yes. That's oh. an old trend, though. All right, but still, you can still use that trend, though. I could. Oh. Ladies, if you want to turn your Volkswagen into a dump truck, you got to hit up my boy, your John. Your smart car. Your smart car yes, into sir. a Toyota Tundra. Hit up my boy, John. At Mutu Fit on the gram. I promise you if, you, if you want cheeks, I can grow them in bolos. Bushels, if you will. Mm. Any other measurement of food or any other types? No? Metric ton. Metric dang. Metric ton of cheeks. John, if you turn a girl to have a metric ton of cheeks, that's like, I'm not going to lie, that's, that's, that's some cheeks that I don't even know if the best man could handle. A metric ton of cheeks, that's it's insane. But ladies, if you have a metric ton of cheeks, hit up Miles Wilson. <laughs> I, I i do train guys too guys don't don't get it twisted i have y'all looking real swole i, I do it all baby and guys because we don't discriminate exactly. we are a very progressive pod want, out listen here. i have plenty of dudes who they went i've never had a butt in my life thank you I'm like yeah there the, we go and that wasn't even emphasis it just happened because you wanted to be strong the ladies jack the ladies love the butts that's part of being jack hey man there you go enough uh about me i'm about to say enough about enough about shameless plugging uh to my <laughs> Am far I technically flight. a sponsor of the show i think I so mean, in theory yeah do we pay you or you pay us i pay to put on the show that's true so that's true he does he does to my far far right so far right he is in the other room the saratobi sound man himself the great gabagool the voice from beyond the great beyond greg posovich matt barber everybody yo what up i got the meat sweats <laughs> Ate fucking seven pounds of lemon chicken, <laughs> half a loaf of Italian bread, fettuccine with the tomato sauce. Tastes like his sister's ass. <laughs> meat sweat, Matt. He's going through it over there. Oh my goodness. Yo, meat sweat, Matt. That's wow. That's his mobster hey, name. Yo, that's his mobster name. Matty meat sweats. <laughs> you better stop before I get Matty meat sweats on your ass. Meat few. Yo, do you know how? You. <laughs> oh man, nah, Maddie meat sweats is crazy. You about to reinvent what it means to be have a meat cute? What? A meat cute? You don't ever heard of that? that no. Term? Oh, that's the thing. What? Yeah, Matt, you never John, heard of this? Weren't you in AP literature? Yeah, come on, John. A what? It's a meat cute. Yeah, no, I have no idea. What you're talking oh, about. Oh, jeez, I oh. was in AP lit. 
Oh, it's it's like a thing where like you just have like you usually see it in like rom coms and stuff like that, where uh you know it's like a oh like oh I accidentally dropped my coffee huh. on you oh something like that. I've never heard of that shit in my life, but I I do understand what you're saying. Yeah, you've seen you've seen it. You just get, don't, yeah, yeah, I get. It. I just never heard the term. Yeah, yeah. This is this. Meat cute. So are you calling Matt cute? No, I'm saying he was redefining the term meat cute. I don't know where. That goes. I didn't have the full joke uh, mm-hmm. fully you didn't thought flesh out. It out. Flesh it out. No, as I usually don't. Yeah, you came in half cocked. Uh, yeah, half-cocked. as I usually as I usually do. Um, What's it, your middle name? Uh, the coach of Colorado Buffaloes. That's hilarious. I was really hoping it started with an H, just so we can get something to half cocked. Oh, just half cocked. Just half. I mean, I'll do it. I mean, I'll just write half it. cocked and Maddie meat sweats. Just half cocked and just a friend. There you go. <laughs> this is this is an absolutely sweats. insane way to start a podcast. Love it. Like an absolutely insane way. But Talked about dump trucks and meat sweats, they go is, hand in hand. Honestly, this is what we do. If on you this want pod. a dump truck that can give someone the meat sweats, yo, what is going on? At Mutu Fit, we have lost full control of the pod, and it's only like the first three and a half, four minutes. <laughs> this is crazy. And here goes Matt out here on the computer, just going ham bananas. We're gonna call it Meat Cute Mondays when we start recording on Monday. <laughs> I mean, we might have to, or we could just. Well, we might just have to make that a thing and like animate Twitter. We should like have you know some of the some of the lovely ladies of anime Twitter like and turn into meet cute and then hey honestly Bro, this could can, be like a thing like no, in real can. life and then we can turn it into a weeb thing where it's like you think about it happening like in your slice of the life yes but from an anime standpoint it can be like violent shit like when people are looked at as sacks of meat if we're using that meat so like on some esdef type shit kind of. Mm. Or like just like a, a first time two people like fuck someone up type shit. Like a first time a main character washes someone, then that's the anime version of a meat cute. Do you think they left so like the first like like Gojo fucking up Toji? That's a meat cute. Because mm. Toji was left in fucking shambles. Like he was left like a sack of meat. Yeah. So like two assassins going after the same target. You're like, oh No, I'm thinking more of just when a, a main character like just ah. cook someone. Uh, I see. I see. You know what I mean? No, I got you. I got right? you. It might. We, we can. I'm walking with cross you. brand. Cross brand. I'm, I'm walking with you here. If anybody out there has any ideas of how we get this off the ground, let us know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get into anime stuff a little bit later. Mm-hmm. It's the sports pod, also, and I would be very remiss as the token Liberty Stan on the pod. Uh, to not talk about the Liberty advancing to the semifinals for the first time in what seems like forever, as they got past the Washington Mystics. New York's best sports team. New York's best sports team. And I don't care what anybody says, they are carrying New York sports. And watch, I guarantee you, all the people that laughed at the whole thing, I've been saying they've been the best New York sports team since, like, August. Probably July. And all the people that laughed at it, and all the people that laughed about it, like, a week or two ago on Twitter, watch, when the Liberty get to the WNBA Finals and everybody's in New York is going to start jacking the Liberty, I'll be like, nah, fuck out of here. What John Morant say? Nah, stay on that side. Nah, stay on that side. I mean, obviously don't because WNBA needs your support. Uh, but still, it's like, all right, now you're just going to ride the bandwagon just because, like, they're in the championship. But I digress. Not you hating on people looking. <laughs> No, because it's not genuine. I don't look. I would. I would definitely appreciate. This is the most Nets fan rant I've ever heard in my life, bro. I would definitely appreciate people that actually 
would tune into Liberty because they actually generally care about the team and, for the, and love the league. Of the game. For the love of the game, yeah. But don't do it just because like you can piggyback off a oh a New York championship and then like a few months go by and then somebody asks you about the WNBA and you're like, haha, fuck the WNBA. But, like if they win, did they get a ticker tape or rape? I think they deserve I think one. They deserve one. I think they deserve one. Let's make that clear. It but would like, be... I haven't heard about a WNBA team getting a ticker tape parade anywhere or like a championship parade. Uh, they, I don't know that. That's me saying I don't know if they do it. I'm not saying that. Well, I know that the, 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 when the Sky won, they had a nice parade in, in in Chicago. Oh, okay. I don't know the geography shout of shout out Candace. I don't know the geography of like Las Vegas because mm-hmm. I know they had a parade and stuff like that. So I mean, I, it would make sense, but I could definitely see them not doing it. As much as I'd like to see it, I don't. I could see them not doing it in the Canyon of Heroes, but it being just like a Brooklyn thing, and they would just like okay. shut down like Flatbush and Atlantic, mm. and like start it. I don't know. Do that shit like the Labor Day Parade, shut down Eastern Parkway. <laughs> yeah, honestly, shut down the Eastern Parkway, or you would shut down a part of uh, what is that? Atlantic. Mm. Have that shit go all the way down to the. But then at the museum. same time, I feel like they might get shit for it being a small parade. But like, you're not gonna. Bro, it's it's shut down the city. Like you're not gonna even like I would say like even do they like the, do they go to the White House? Do yeah, they, they go to the White House. Cool. Yeah, like even like the Nets. If the Nets one, like I guarantee you, it wouldn't be nearly as big as what no, the Nets it would, would be. because it's just like people like the bandwagon shit would come out. No, but I, I'm saying it would be bigger than a Liberty Parade, mm-hmm. but it would be, wouldn't be nearly as big. Yeah, as a Knicks yeah, parade sure, or like sure. Jets, Giants, Mets, mm-hmm. whatever. But anyway, shout out to Liberty. Uh, all of them girls. Also, I thought my girl Sabrina Ionescu was about to sell. Bro, she missed two free throws in the clutch. Oh my God. Thank God for John Quell Jones. Shout out her. As Trey Young once said in the State Farm commercial, thanks, John Quell. Thanks, John Quell. Um, and oh, that's John- her in the. Yeah, and then, and then, and then, then she's. <laughs> and then, and then, Bobon gets it. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Thanks, Bobon. <laughs> you need me to get anything else? I can reach it. <laughs> like. But no, shout out, sh- shout out to them. <laughs> I just saw a clip on TikTok where they're like, "Do you remember when the Bears were fucking with Tariq Cohen, and they were interviewing yes. someone at the locker room, and you just hear him in the background? Who put the towels on the top show? <laughs> like that's crazy. Oh, you guys man. didn't know Tariq Cohen is five six, bro. It is it's funny, but yes, all the girls, my girl Bernard Laney putting in work. I mean, she doesn't get enough credit for the defense she does. She's not going to win Defensive Player of the Year, but she definitely deserves votes for that. Because she's Dorian Finney-Smith. But better if Dorian had a bag. I, I meant from the she don't get credit for the defense, but it's really important to team success. Mm, kind Before when he was on the Mavericks. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Because she definitely start, just started getting her flowers for defense like kind of mm-hmm. this year. Uh, when she's been a great defender mm-hmm. like her whole career, um, obviously Brianna Stewart led the led the, the Island legend led the. Uh, I mean, yeah, she really is led uh, the team twenty seven points in that closeout game. She's been carrying the team all season. She beat the Washington Mystics allegations because like some of her worst performances this year have come against the Mystics, and mm-hmm. everybody was like giving a shit for it. But like twenty seven points in a closeout she heard, game. She heard y'all. She heard y'all. She heard y'all talking. Uh, also, I want to give a big shout out to Natasha Cloud. On the Mystics, because, like, I think the day before or two days before, she was like, yo, I'm sick in Sabrina. I'm going over every screen. Mm-hmm. I'm about to put in work. And what did she do? She put in work. Like, I'm not going to lie. That was probably one of the greatest performances of somebody that was shit-talking and backed it up. 33 points, a career high. Double-double. Like, she was hooping, hooping. 
you know, so shout out to her. And apparently the, 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 the Barclays crowd gave her like a standing ovation, like as they were walking off the court, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. WNBA crowds are really nice, but it's a non-toxic fan base. It is a very non-toxic. Well, in person, mm. I have a big problem with WNBA Twitter because it's just very catty and like just mm. it's like, damn, like you already see that from NBA Twitter. Mm. You wouldn't want to see that from WNBA Twitter. But I'm not saying I didn't expect it. It is what it is, though. Like it's it. They just, they just you heart they harp on a lot of stuff that's just like very petty mm. and like takes away from like the greatness of that is the game of basketball. But Liberty moving on, gonna face the winner of the Connecticut Sun, uh, Minnesota Lynx, and the Sun currently are beating the brakes off the Lynx. Uh, so, oh well, no, actually no, they they cut it. It's thirteen point game in the fourth, so anything could happen. Uh, but yeah, I just think it's gonna be a crash course to the uh, WNBA Finals against the Aces, and it's gonna be great. Obviously, Liberty won the Commissioner's Cup against the Aces earlier this season, but these those games have been fun, and you got the two MVP candidates. Brianna Stewart, Asia Wilson going at it, hopefully. Uh, that, that, that series needs seven. WNBA playoff format needs to change because mm. we need longer series, but it's good. Shout out, sh- shout out to Liberty, man. Um, and that's about it. Just have to give them their uh, two seconds of a uh, shine because, you know, I'm a big sporter. Got some jerseys. Might not get enough. If Stewie, I will say, if Stewie, if Stewie brings them a championship, get the, get in the uh, Brianna Stewart jersey. For sure. For sure. For sure. That's a legend right there. Damn. That is a legend for Bro, sure. All, you know, what do you think goes harder? The Stewie Storm jersey or the Stewie Yukon jersey? I don't know. The Storm jerseys are just tough. They were, right? But like. Yeah. But Yukon is like. That's like. Yeah. yeah. That's like. It's like college if you jerseys had, are always tough. College jerseys are, it's like if you had a Ray Allen Yukon jersey. Like, that's OD. That's OD, but it'd be tough though. Like if you saw somebody walking with a yeah. Ray Allen <laughs> Yukon jersey. Or in a Mecca Okafor jersey. A Mecca Okafor jersey. I've seen anyone in a Mecca Okafor jersey. That's straight to jail. Like, if you're wearing an Mecca Okafor jersey, you're either related to the man or you're going to jail. Like, oh, he had a, come on. He had a solid NBA career. Was it eight seasons? Come on. How many people have role player jerseys? Go like, on. Un, like, unironically? Because <laughs> I feel like mad people got a Delonte West jersey. Just oh. for shits and giggles? No, I don't think so. No, in the early 2000s when like all the jokes were coming out. Yeah, I don't think yeah. people got Delonte. What? Oh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I you're right. Like some people. Yeah, a nice. I was gonna. I don't know why I was gonna say a nice Jermaine O'Neal, <laughs> but he wasn't a role player he though. Role player. He wasn't a role player. No, there's no role player that people bought jerseys like that. What do you mean, Jeremy? Mad people got Jeremy Lin jerseys. That was a perfect time for a Draymond <laughs> joke, honestly. It is, but like he's still. I mean, he's I got yeah, Jeremy Lin was not a role player on him. Yeah, too. but but. I mean, Draymond, Depoy. No, I get all it. All these things, but like that—that's why it's a joke. But who's um, like the who's like the most obscure before you get into football? Who's the most obscure role player jersey you would get? Oh, easy, Detlef Shrimp. Detlef Shrimp. That's my dog. Mm. See, Mazzier. For, for which team? Which uh, team? Sonic. Detlef Shrimp, Sonic jersey. I want one. Mm. Not the Pacers jersey. Nah, bro. Detlef Shrimp, Sonic jersey. Mm. That's I want one. Bro. That's a good one. That's a yeah, good one. it would. Him, I thought about getting a Dorian jersey. Mm. That was that's that was my dog. But uh yeah. De- De- Le- we're gonna go like any I'm trying to think like just my favorite I guess your, your favorite role yeah. player. <laughs> I, role player Mount Rushmore. Personal role player Mount Rushmore. <laughs> your favorite 
role players. If I had to get, if I had to do favorite role players, I know for a fact I'm going Kerry Kittles. I was gonna say Richard Jefferson. Nah, nah, because he was actually like he was an all star player at one point. Low key, low key, he was the second best player on the Nets yeah. at, at one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kerry Kittles. Mm-hmm. Uh, oof. Oh, this is a tough one. Oh, Hito Turk. No, Michael Petrus. Whoa, Michael Petrus. Whoa, NBA Live cut. legend, Michael Petrus. That's a deep cut. Uh, who else? Who else? Dang, I was gonna say honestly, like keeping it with the Magic, Jameer Nelson. I always liked his game. Okay, because he was really St. Joe's legend. Because he, he was, was small. Like you. He's big. He's built like me. At least now. Now, yeah, yeah. Now you're a little thicker. <laughs> I'm a little thicker. You're a little thicker. <laughs> and then the fourth one, oh man, that's a good. Low one. key, he was Kyle Lowry before Kyle Lowry. He low key was, but without the dump truck. Um, <laughs> dang, gotta go, Jeff Green. Jeff Green, yeah, okay. just everywhere he went, just mad, randomly athletic, mm-hmm. and just a solid guy mm-hmm. all the way around. Yeah, Dell F. Shrimp, definitely. Um, I just had it too. Mm. I was sitting here thinking about oh Jamal Crawford oh, either Hawks good. or Knicks but most likely Hawks. That's a good one. That's a good um, one. who else? Got to be a Mavericks one somewhere in there. I don't think I consider Sean Marion. No love for Jason Terry. Yeah, Jason Terry is like that's that's really who I thought of at first. Like mm-hmm. I've almost gotten a Jet jersey before. Like it's it's tough to not go Jason Terry honestly. So I can Jason Terry. Um, low key, just because I think it would be a tough jersey. Rick Fox, Rick yes. Fox Lakers. No, that's a good one. Rick Fox yeah, because, Lakers. Because like that's when I one. think of like, obviously Derek Fisher is like that third key. You go Shaq, Kobe, Derek Fisher. But like mm. to me, like a lot of it was Shaq, Kobe, and then I just think of Rick Fox. Like he was just such a personality. The but like I feel like Rick Fox jersey is tough. Bro. That would be that would definitely be a conversation starter. Yeah, at a cookout. Yeah, Definitely, Rich, Rich Fox jersey might might be it. So that that Jet, Jamal Crawford, um, who the fuck else did I say? There's one more that I said that came fucking. Remember. Detlef Shrimp. Detlef Shrimp. Mm. That yeah, I wanted that fucking Harvard Classic Detlef Shrimp, and then our Rick Fox. I like it. Can I, I can I get an honorable mention? Yeah, Chase Move from the Hawks. Josh Smith. He wasn't a role player though. Yeah, I know. Hawks though. He was. A star I know. Player. So I'd have to it'd have to be Houston Rockets Josh Smith. <laughs> <laughs> but like then you're still getting a star player's jersey. That's true. Like he, you know. Yeah, he was. Just untapped unfulfilled potential, I would say. Yeah. Unfulfilled yeah, potential. But all right, moving on to the footballs. Mm-hmm. Week two was uh There's some storylines coming out of week two. Uh, some storylines. Was not kind to some people, uh better for other people. But uh nice for me. Yeah, it was nice for John. So let's start. Let's kick it off with with you guys. The Ravens now two and zero after going on the road to beat the Bengals. Bengals mm-hmm. now dropping to zero and two, and there is a lot more concern not, now. Not only just zero and two in you know for their overall record, zero and two in the division. Who they lose to in the for, in week one? The Browns. Oh, they did lose to the Browns. Yeah, zero mm-hmm. that's, that's huge. That's big. Um, but a lot more concern around Joe Burrow's health, his calf, his lower body, like. Yeah. It's like remember back in training camp when was it Jamar Chase was like yo just keep him out till week five and we'll mm-hmm. be okay. Do you think that probably should have <laughs> was the better no absolutely plan not. or you should have just chopped chucked him Who's out their there? backup. Well, I don't know. 
You're you're going to tell me right now, right? Mm -hmm. If you put their backup out there, he was not going to be able to make the plays Joe Burrow was making. And that's not saying Joe Burrow made a ton of plays, but they did enough to make him competitive and they did make some plays on the stretch. But like our defense played really fucking well. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you're putting a subpar quarterback against that defense, it's clips for them. But it's the thought process then, Joe, you have a hobbled Joe now. He's not 100%. Mm-hmm. At least if you wait till maybe week four or five, he's 100%. And you can, let's say you're two and three at the time, it's easier to dig your way out of that hole than, all right, now you're 0 2 yeah. with a hobbled Joe. So Burrow. based off of that, I say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually wanted to bring up the point because I saw a clip from uh, Shannon Sharp. I think it was first take. It was something. And, uh, Probably first take because he's on first take now. I know it was either that or his podcast, uh. um, where he was talking about like no one, like no one gets healthier as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. You're not, you don't, you can't play your way into shape in the NFL or play your way into being healthy in the NFL. Um, it's funny because I finally, I know I'm mad late, but I finally got around to starting quarterback. Yeah, um, there you go. And they're just talking about like you know, especially at the position, like just it's it's all about being able to make it through the season. And if you're already starting, you know, like <laughs> you're starting it in a deficit, there it's a it's a losing battle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think that they should have let let him sit, not because it's let's say the better option, but just because if you're sitting here and going, this is we're gonna have a good team. We need to, you know, we want, if we want to contend, like. Um, we gotta be strong towards the end of the season. No one really gives a shit in the beginning. We've seen teams come out of it. They had a, they started out own two last season. Um, yeah. the difference is Joe Burrow was healthy. And uh I, I don't know, it's like you sit here and you gotta go, the offensive line has to play significantly better to at least keep it clean and allow him to just rehab throughout. But I think the other part of it too is not just the calf, because he was still able to make throws. Um, it's his mobility and other things of extending plays, and then also just like him not having camp to build chemistry. And sure, like he's had the same three receivers and all those things, but like it's a lot of football not being played, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, I think you haven't played in what six months, yeah, right? Just about. So you play a little bit, and then you get hurt and you miss all the camp. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I think the, the best the best move is to try to take some pressure off for him, but now it looks crazy if you sit him now without him having a direct injury, right? Yeah, but no, like absolutely. You, you made a good point, it, it does make more sense to sort of let him get healthy and go from there um I, I always think that's a better thing like let your star players be healthy it's it's the beginning of the season too like um mark andrews was talking about this uh during camp where he said todd some of the best advice todd he gave him was don't peak too early because mark was like i feel like i'm in the best fucking shape ever right now and he's like that's great and he's like i'm just super excited to hit like 100 percent as soon as we start but like that's not how you win yeah Right. You want to start off well, right? But you don't wanna you don't wanna to peak too early. And if you're the Bengals, you're sitting here going, We're either gonna peak really late or not at all, because he might never get healthy. So I don't know, man. It's a tough spot. Um from my standpoint of a Ravens fan, great fucking win. <laughs> um I told y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all. Ravens every week. Ravens every week. <laughs> bro. Right now it's looking like there isn't gonna be otherwise knock on wood. Um, honestly, fuck the knock on wood because I listen to the whole Ravens podcast. They they have a wooden football that they knock on when they talk about shit, and JK still got hurt. So, literally, the next episode, they're like, We're going to burn the football. So, um, <laughs> like burying the tape. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, man, it was a good win, and you're starting to see what the offense could be. And this is what I expected because week one, which is uncharacteristic because Lamar comes out hot in week one, but like this man has not played football since I think it was December. Like, I think he should have played in the preseason for that reason. People are most likely not going to play in the preseason for the Ravens because it is what it is. But, like, it, the rust was there, and then you saw shit come out. 
um, you saw a much more balanced offense. You know, a lot of receivers get involved, good throws. Like, pass to Zay was fucking perfect. The over the shoulder to Aguilar. Um, Aguilar? <laughs> um, that's why I think it's funny that they call him Nelly. Because it's like you never hear anyone say Aguilar. Everyone always says Nelly. Um, I wonder if that was intentional. He rebranded he himself. He rebranded himself. He, that's, 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 that's okay. You can rebrand yourself. Yeah, they're saying that he he really did it when he was in uh, Vegas. They're like when he was when he was a Raider, that was when he was like, "Oh shit, he could still help a team." <laughs> um, but hey, man, we we came out and we're still like we're not there. That was us missing two starting linemen, right? During the game, we lost a starting outside linebacker. Owe got hurt. Odell got hurt, which both of them are fine. They're like they're, this regular shit is more precautionary stuff. Um, and Marlon Marlon and Marcus didn't play, and we did that shit, like. Don't peak too early. The signs are fucking there. I'm I'm expecting a big week when we talk about get right games. Like we don't need a get right game, but if we're gonna get a, a game against a little lesser team to like really flex and get into rhythm, especially like which is what we need because we still got two more divisional games. Mm-hmm. Right. Um that that's it. Like that's what this week is gonna be. So I'm really excited for for what's gonna come. And hey man, shout out to A Flowers, man. He's like that. He's like that for real, for real. Yeah. I mean, just looking at you guys as you talk about a balanced offense, mm-hmm. I'm just looking at your stats, right? You guys had 37 rushing attempts to their 15, right? And you got 10 from Gus, mm-hmm. 12 from Lamar, 11 from Justin, Ju- Justice, mm-hmm. Justice Hill, right? And then I'm, whose brother is the safety. Whose brother is the safety. Yeah, and then the I'm looking at the team stats. You had 11 first downs by rushing and 12 by passing. Like, if that's not you know balanced i don't mm-hmm. know what is and it's funny because they talked about it on the um on the pod where they were like people don't realize that like yes a big emphasis was being able to pass the ball more but like part of the benefit of todd Munkin and the system he brings is it's not really a system it's more of just like we're going to use whatever people we got and maximize that and we're going to use whatever methods we need to win this game this yeah. week and they're like, so even though we, we the passing stuff, and that's what you're talking about, the passes from Lamar and all that shit, they still had more rush attempts than pass attempts. Mm-hmm. So it's like, the run game isn't going anywhere, and that's the key. Like, you want to win fucking games in the winter. You want to win, win games in January. Like, you got to be fucking, be able to do everything, right? And it, it's we're, we're getting there, and it's still, like, scratching the surface. So, love to see it, man. Yeah. And even to that point, you go to the Bengals side. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow has to throw 41 times. They've abandoned the run real quick. They abandoned the run very, very quickly. Which is terrible because they have a bell cow back. Like, Joe Mixon is one of the few back. There is no running back by committee in Cincinnati. It's Joe Mixon and, show. And if your quarterback is hobbled in any type of way, mm-hmm. your running game will take a lot of pressure off him because you don't put him in the pocket to get hit. You, mm-hmm. you keep him out of danger a lot more. Yep. If you can just continuously run the ball, keep handing it off, all right, that's less times Joe Burrow has to drop back. That's less times Joe Burrow chances at him getting hit so be definitely interesting to see what the Bengals do going forward because after this they play the rams the rams have proven they're no slouch you know yeah they're they're gonna be a tough out for for sure for sure man. you know so and then you know yet the, they do have some light stuff titans cardinals but then go to seahawks niners bills so it could get really scary for them really really quickly i'm talking uh, about the rams or the Bengals. no for the Bengals. yeah after you know if you don't take no, care their, of business their schedule, in these next I think three in the back half is is going to be tough oh it's nasty too, yeah. it's it's, it's t- oh it's tough yeah i mean that's what happens when you win the division you come out with a hard schedule and we saw them face that adversity last year too unless you're the jets and they just give you a hard schedule every single damn year yeah let me and speaking of which i'll just i'll just touch on the jets really quick uh not the best uh moments um, the Jets uh, against the Cowboys. I really was not expecting them to go in there and win. Um, 
I thought y'all were gonna hang around a bit longer. We hung. The Jets hung around. To I half took y'all at a ten and a half. Which I thought they could have covered. The defense absolutely disgusted me. I that was yeah, the worst. Yeah. That was the worst I've seen that Dallas defense. CD roast you. Yeah, that was the worst I've seen that defense play in a while. Uh, couldn't get off the field. There was a that bullshit uh, roughing the passer penalty on John, Jonathan Franklin Myers, which kept the drive alive for the Cowboys. But I mean, it was just. I know a lot of people were harping on Zach Wilson and throwing three interceptions, but look when those three interceptions came. It was in the fourth quarter. They were down. 20 points already you gotta you gotta at least force it right which took away from I th- what I thought was a very very good day for Zach up until that fourth quarter um Brees Hall made a good point though no Brees Hall getting four carries is absurd Jeremy Ruckert only getting five snaps is absurd especially when Jeremy Ruckert is your best blocking tight end CJ Uzama can't block a, a, a person's phone call and he's getting 25 plus snaps in a game. It should like you should see some of the film. They're still running the Aaron Rodgers offense right now. That's it's, the problem. Which is crazy because Aaron Rodgers would probably be on the sideline like, yo, Ozama gotta sit. He gotta talk to his boy Hackett because it's just a like, terrible decision making carrying over from Hackett. And you can definitely tell, especially in that first half, they don't trust Zach. They're gonna keep the training was on. Everything is short, dink and dunk, whatever. Like, I'm like, yo, just let him air it out. He's got a cannon for an arm. Just let him throw it up there. Garrett. F it, Garrett Wilson down there. And we saw Garrett Wilson could get separation when that long touchdown pass, right? Granted, that last interception from, uh, you know, Zach, he just didn't look the safety off and Hooker mm-hmm. came over over the top. But get, Wilson was getting so much separation on on uh, Diggs. That one where he absolutely burnt him Diggs to the pile. He's not a good cornerback. He's not a good cornerback. Really he's a ball hawk who just happens he's, to be in the right place at the right time. He he's, should play safety. He's horrible as a cover corner. Yeah, he's not a good cornerback. Wilson burnt him to the pylon. Pass was short. Why? Because the ball was tipped. Oh, yeah. That reminds me. The Jets had three of the worst graded by PFF offensive linemen that week. You can, I, if Even if Aaron Rodgers in his prime was back there, mm-hmm. it may not have made a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, because I saw a crazy stat where the Cowboys only blitzed three times in the game. Yet they were getting Did so much. Did Micah get hurt that game, too? No, he got, a, uh, he got banged up a little bit. I don't know if Micah got banged up. I know he had a fumble return. I think it was uh, someone got banged, and I think it was Dexter Lawrence like fell into his thigh or some shit. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe he was like limped off so for Dexter a little Lawrence bit. Dexter Lawrence to Marcus Ware. What am I saying? Wow, that's crazy. But uh, I mean, he looked great. I mean, he's clearly he's a top he's a top three defender in in the league right now. He's just yeah. a scary individual. He's he's honestly bordering that like. You know how pretty much everyone regards Trent Williams as the best player in the NFL? Yeah. They're like, he's the best at his position, and it's not close. Yeah. Like, he's he's entering that yeah, conversation for it's, sure. It's scary. Like, that, I'm already hearing, like, people whispering, like, hey, yeah. some Lawrence Taylor-type yeah. vibes, which would be insane. Uh, Sauce Gardner, you got to get your hands better, kid. Get on the jugs machine, something, because that if he catches that interception, it's different a whole game. different ball game. Whole different ball game. Um, you know? Hey, bad day at the office, but the Cowboys are, that's an elite defense. Yeah, and with that being said, like, don't drink the Kool-Aid on the Cowboys like everyone does every year. They play the Giants and the Jets. It is an elite defense, absolutely, but, like, Dakota Prescott is still the quarterback. This is the, I think it was funny, because, like I said, when we watch a quarterback, it's like, did you hear how um, they asked him, and maybe for this upcoming season, to be the mid-tier quarterback, like mm. how Kirk Cousins was. That's funny. And then he was just, I can I can just picture him being like, I'm, I'm not no mid-tier quarterback. Like, I'm a winner. Da, da, da. This is like, sure, sure, bro. You're a regular season quarterback. Yeah, the, the problem, yeah, the, the problem like, with Dak is like, yo, look, can Dak win you a game? 
I think he can win you a game. He just can't do it consistently. Every dog has their day. And that's, that's what makes thing. great yeah, quarterbacks. That's thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, there's definitely games where, where Dak's going to go out there and throw games, for 320. If you didn't miss four, four games and still lead the league in interceptions, Matt. Hilarious. Matt. But, but yeah, that, they'll, but they'll the face thing, some like, tests. Look, we, that, we do that, that shit and we talk about it, but this man has had weapons. Like, they have a good. This is my thing with the Cowboys, if y'all are new here, right? And this isn't like I hate Dak as a person or I hate whatever it may be. Like, John, again, John hates Dak like John hates uh, Paul Pierce. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not the same. <laughs> Because at least Dak don't be talking about himself. I feel like the way Paul Pierce be talking about himself. <laughs> um, like, I feel like if you ask Dak, Dak would be like, I still haven't won anything. So, you know, it is what it is. Paul Pierce has won one ring and is convinced that he's the reason why they won it. Uh, anyway, um, the Cowboys every year have a great fucking team and a soft ass fucking schedule. And every year we drink, not we, y'all, drink this Kool-Aid about the Cowboys being such an amazing team for them to shit the bed and underachieve in the playoffs every year. Like, how long are we going to do it? Like, they have good rosters. Con- when was the last time we sat here when the other Cowboys roster is ass? When was the last time they didn't win, like, more than eight games? So we do that <laughs> constantly. 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 Right? They have good teams. They have they had one of the best offensive lines, arguably the best offensive line for years. Right? And that's a huge thing. Like, we keep doing this, and then they don't like win games when it matters what's the fucking point if the vikings can get that smoke because Kirk cousins can't perform in prime time why can't the cowboys it's like everyone's afraid to give the cowboys smoke because if you give the cowboys smoke it's like you're giving america smoke well John. jerry might be getting out the paint <laughs> that's a whole different conversation though because i think the cowboys without jerry might be more likable <laughs> Again, this is a different conversation because there's some funny stuff going on with Jerry Jones, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, like it's it's that that's my thing. It's just we go and we're like, imp- why are we impressed by a team that's supposed to do well, and then they do well against bad teams? And when it comes to tight games, if they have let's say four or five, we'll, we'll call it five, mm. like tough. These are benchmark for our season type games, right? These are predictor games. Mm-hmm. They'll win like two of those. And they'll ride those two wins against all their wins against mediocre or bad teams to be like there's some big contender to win a division that we that is an overrated division, honestly. And then just for them to lose and like the playoffs almost immediately. Bro, how everybody got the Cardinals this year except for the Jets? Because I'm looking at the Cowboys roster, record, not record, their schedule. They got the Cardinals next week, then the Patriots. So their first real test is against the Niners in week five. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's on Sunday night. Awesome. Uh... Or is that the Chargers yeah, are look, look like they're gonna have a repeat season? Exactly, they're gonna put up a bunch of points. They're gonna lose a bunch of games because they can't fucking. Yeah. They can't. Maybe the Rams, anything. the Eagles, like your biggest tests really don't come until the Eagles, and then maybe the Bills, Dolphins, and Lions at the end of the year. Washington might give them some problems too, uh, but yeah, again, like they you usually said, split with the division. Yeah, well, I mean, they already took. I, I mean, they already took the home game, the away game from the Giants, mm-hmm. so I don't see them losing to the Giants at home either. But you never know. Because they're the Cowboys, but yeah. Speaking of the Giants, yes. Um, after what was an abysmal first half, the Giants showed sign of life this week. Um, which I literally was talking to my Giant fan friends, and I was like, "Yeah, there's." I was like, "You know, we talked about last week. That was a burn the tape type game." We come in and we go, "All right, yeah, they're not, they're not that bad." And then the first half, it's fuck. They might. Oh my god, they're my bad. Like (laughs) giving up sixty points and scoring zero through six quarters, insane. I think there was a stat where it was. Uh, including the playoff game against the Eagles, 
they had gone over 10 quarters. It was like giving up like 90, it was like 98 to being outscored 98 to like seven. Oh my God. And I'm like, damn, that is crazy. Yeah. But yeah, they somehow pulled off the uh, Minnesota Vikings and came back. I mean, this one wasn't a 33 point deficit. It was and the 20 difference point is deficit. they were playing an ass team. Like they were letting the fucking Cardinals dog walk. Them. I was going to say, Josh, I watched Josh Dobbs against the commanders mind you the commanders i think have one of the best front lines front in all of, for sure. of, of, of football but at the same time he couldn't do nothing the giants don't have slouches on defense Dragons have a really good they front have a too. really good defense mm-hmm. at least that that front you know seven you have great tackles you have at least one edge because aziz is always hurt and you got two solid middle linebackers and dobbs was just throwing all over the field on them in the first half i mean even parts of the, the beginning of the, the second half bro he was even rushing like yeah that was net <sighs> Nasty. Oh, shout out uh, to Connor, James Connor, man. He was out here gouging him over 100 yards on the ground, outrushed uh, Saquon because, of course, uh, Saquon also bad ankle injury at the end of the game. Yeah, super Saquon, but, you know. Yeah, so now we really have to see what is this Giants offense without Saquon. Because it was a Herculean effort from Saquon and, honestly, Daniel Jones to get them into that game. Yeah. So So where do you you go from now? uh, Jalen Hyatt. You know, he led the team in yards, but he only had two receptions. Yeah, I think he's going to be good. It's just like... You got to get you got to get in the boat. Waller had a nice game, 76. So this is basically what you probably expect from Waller, anywhere mm-hmm. between 50 and, you know, however many yards a game on eight targets. But, I mean, Hodgins, Slayton, there's nobody that really jumps off the page for you with this, with this Giants offense. And now you take out Saquon, it's like, all right, now you're really missing a huge factor of your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're obviously going to go into San Fran. They are 10.5-point underdogs. I don't expect them to cover. Uh, it'd be a miracle if they did or some backdoor shit like uh, the Rams did this past week. The Rams, but, they're coming into that. They came into that game better than the Giants are coming into this Thursday night game. They definitely uh, did. So it'll be, I don't know. What, it could get messy for the Giants. I'll just say that. It could get uh, messy for the Giants. Let's see. Any? Let's see. Going, going really quickly around the league. Oh. Yes. No, oh, no. We're not doing that. We have our list. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going down. Justin Fields. Oh, okay. You yeah. said going around the league. I thought you were about to do like a... Oh, no. Not a, no, no. I was, like, no. I was just going but the games we already selected. No. Right, uh, transition. Justin Fields. Transition. Transition. Why are we transitioning? So I can make a smoother edit. Oh, okay. Well, it was your fault for ruining it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't trust you at all. <laughs> ah, after all these times, after I-95 episodes. Crazy. Uh... All right, but then, uh, yeah, we'll see. All right, yeah, you're not good at that. I'm I not. I, I don't. I, I, I didn't remember what I said, so that's why. Um, just you can do it again from going, you know, around the league. Like you can do that again. Oh, okay, pick okay. it up from there. But just do it with some energy, not like going around. Yeah. All right, good. All right, see, it's the first time is always the best. Anyway, well, going around the league, uh, we're stopping with the uh, Bears in Chicago. Uh, Justin Fields said some pretty interesting things today. Very well, very interesting. Today, yeah. Into today. Today is in Wednesday. Guys. Today is in Wednesday. Uh, some people saying he called out his offensive coordinator. Uh, he called out the whole staff, to be honest. He called out the whole staff. I don't know. To me, at least, it just felt like he was taking on the the responsibility of, like, he's the problem, mm-hmm. not them. Like, he's the one that's having an issue, you know, with all the voices, quote unquote, in mm-hmm. his head, and that he needs to do a better job of handling that. I know he said he, like, oh, you know, it's kind of hard for me to... You know, not play free out there. Like, I play my best football when I'm just going out there. Yeah, uh, he feels like it's robotic right now. Yeah, and it's like, I get it. At the same time, though, I don't want my supposed franchise quarterback saying that 
he can't run the offense because it's too many voices in his head. I thought it was more like he was saying that, like, the reason why he doesn't feel comfortable is the coaching. But, like, if like, so, then so they're, not, they're, they're just going to go back to what they were doing last year when he was just, all right, he's getting his numbers, but, like, they're not winning games. Well, they weren't winning games, not because of the offense. They weren't winning games because of fucking defense. That got nothing to do with Justin Fields. That guy has nothing so, to do with Justin. But again, Fields. like, so we're just, but the offense, what was the offense last year? Hey, Justin, kind of just like run around out there. It literally turned it, I mean, <laughs> they, they, like at some the, point you're going to have to, I want him to throw the, he hasn't no, had no, a 300 no, no. yard he passing game yet. Fucking, yes, but it's not like he was just, they ran essentially a fucking Philadelphia offense. That's what they did. And they sat here and they went, you're too small to sit in the pocket the entire time. Our offensive line is too bad. Go on bootlegs. Like do all of those things to move and extend plays and then go. But he also had no fucking wide receivers, so you got no one to throw the damn ball to. Of course he's going to run. Now he got some people to throw the ball to. One person to throw the ball to. Um, he was a very good receiver. Hey, he got Cole Komet. All right, so two. One and a half. If, <laughs> one and a half. Tight end. He's, not, he's not an elite level tight end, but he's a solid tight end. So we'll call it one and a half. Three quarters if you three want. Three quarters. <laughs> yeah, three fifths. Well, not him per se, but. <laughs> Reparations, Justin. Um... But yeah, so now, like, you sit here and you go, do that free offense, and then you have players who can make plays, then he'll be able to throw the fucking ball. But if he's feeling robotic and he's feeling cramped, like, a good coach is trying to maximize your player's skill set, and it feels like that's not happening, and part of it, according to Justin Fields, it seems like it's not happening because he ain't being coached. But is that free offense just getting him out of the pocket and scrambling all the time? Because I feel like you'd still need him to make plays within the pocket. And yeah, in that Buccaneers sure. game, he, he missed a lot of throws yeah. where it was like, Clean pocket. There's a guy there. I mean, I know the one in particular. Everybody keeps bringing up is one where they're in the red zone, and he has a wide open guy, like right at the five yard mm -hmm. line. Just doesn't get him the ball. Ends up, I think, getting sacked or like mm -hmm. or run for like a one yard gain. And mm -hmm. it's like, all right, well, like, are you? Is he just? I know you said like he's thinking too much, but is he really thinking about like, all right, is it just a case of like forcing himself Four to go through his progression or yeah. his reg progressions? Like, all right, the one's not there, the two's not there, like. Forcing himself to get to like the third read before running, whereas opposed to maybe last year, it was, oh, my one re read isn't there, I'm out. Like, but that, that could be part of the coaching too, from an aspect of like, it's not just about the X's and O's. Like, it's your job as a leader to make your people feel comfortable in hmm. whatever it is that you're trying to get them to do. So if it doesn't feel comfortable and he, to the point where he's like, yeah, that shit might be coaching. Like, one, I agree. You don't want your franchise player to like not take responsibility, Zach Wilson. Um, but like, at the same time, motherfuckers like what is what is different like do they have a different oc from last year i don't think so i don't think so so like is it just y'all are not vibing like what's what is going on like there's that, that's, trouble it, brewing that's why time. it's interesting to see like how this offense looks going forward because it, it maybe it's just justin mm. yeah maybe he's there's just, always gonna be an aspect that he's got to play better Oh, yeah, Dab and he said that, like, yeah. today he was like, yeah, at the end of the day, like, I'm never going to throw my coaches or my teammates under the bus. At the end of the day, I still have to make the plays. Like, if a player drops a pass, I'll take responsibility because, like, maybe I could have put the ball better. Mm -hmm. So, unless you're Patrick Mahomes. Unless you're Patrick Mahomes. Then it's Most like, quarterbacks should have that mindset. And then you're just, like, you're just thrown to offensive linemen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um... Speaking of fucking throwing everyone, um, Dolphins might be legit. 
they they might be legit. The Dolphins are a good team, I fear. Yeah, and that's without like and you know the whole thing was they revamped the defense this offseason. We knew that you know, homie's a good coach. Mike McDaniel's is a good coach. They ran a good offensive system. Take advantage of all of these things. Um, the main issue last year for the offense was the Tua couldn't stay on the field. Um, but I thought without uh, Jalen Ramsey, the defense was going to be a little you know a little more suspect. Mind you, it hasn't been any huge tests. There is not, and they gave they did give up. Over 30 points to... They should have lost to the Chargers. They should have lost to the Chargers. Gave up over 30 points. And you go and face a Patriots team. Albeit that doesn't on the, score. That doesn't score. They have a terrible offense. You can't even name me two people on their offense aside from Mike Jasicki. Right? And Ramondre uh, Stevens. Yeah, I was like, yeah, As, Outside of those two, you can't name anybody, right? Who's their one Who's their one wide receiver? N'Kobe Dean? Oh, God. No, N'Kobe Dean is... No, he's in Vegas. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. So he was in Vegas. No, no, are you? Th- I'm pretty. Sh- aren't you thinking of uh, the the guy from Georgia, Kobe Dean? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a defensive guy. <laughs> no. Is there another Nicobe? Hold on, Nikhil. Are you thinking of Nikhil Harry? Nah, and he's not on the on. Um, they they released him after spending a high ass traffic on him. You're not Nicobe Dean plays for the Eagles, John. <laughs> Who the fuck am I thinking? Of? I don't. I'm, I don't know. Is, isn't there's not a wide receiver? His name starts with the N A. Place for no, there's not. There, are, are you sure you're not thinking of Nikhil Harry, who I'm pretty sure now plays for the Vikings? Maybe, maybe I did. <laughs> so yeah, that that fits everything that you're saying. Uh, oh, hold on, I'll go to their, hold on, I'll go to their stat book from last week just to make sure. So <laughs> leading receivers: Devontae Parker, Hunter Henry, Mike Jasicki. <laughs> Kayon Bourne. Who? Juju Smith-Schuster. I forgot Juju yeah, was there. Juju is there. Nah, not Juju yeah. being there and not even being wide receiver one. Yo. Crazy. He had five catches for 28 yards, bro. Like, it's... Hold they don't have anybody receiver. on this offense. This is going to be a very... Look, Patriot fans got all their winning out of the way from 2000 to, like, 2019 or whatever, whenever Tom Brady left. They are in... They are not going to see winning for a <laughs> while. But... If they're the Lakers... I mean, it's yeah, but they don't. At least they don't. But they don't got a legend on their team, at least to make no, it I worth it after, going. After like, oh, after Kobe. Powell. Oh yeah, in, in between the LeBron stage. Yeah, yeah definitely that. Um, oh man, it's so that that reminds me of I saw this tweet and there it was either a tweet or a TikTok, might have been both, mm. where it's like an account who basically is just trying to be like Brady was good, but like y'all need to relax on some of the comparisons because they were like, yeah, like Tom Brady had a top ten defense ten times in his career. Yeah, and they're like. Basically, any of those other top quarterbacks that you think of, whether it's Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers, whatever it may be, even Peyton, I don't think any of them's had it maybe more than three. Think, and I think Peyton had it three times. Peyton had it for the, definitely yeah. for the Broncos. I think Peyton had it three times, yeah. and Aaron had it once, and Drew had it once. And both times they had a top 10 defense, they won the trophy. So that says a lot. So to me, it seems like the Patriots are trying to do the same formula, of having an elite defense, and you know the offense was better because they had better skill positions in the past, mm. by all means. You had arguably the greatest hand of all time. And you had great fucking receivers. You just didn't win with Randy. <laughs> um, well, can you even but, call this defense elite, though? I mean, you give no. up you give up 25 to the Eagles, and granted, you know, they did a decent job, I guess, of Judon's hanging elite. in. That's about it. Judon's elite. Their cornerback, I've, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he looked really good. And they um, have um, that D tackle who plays everywhere, too. I got nothing for I you. It's a light skin bull. A light skin, <laughs> a light skin D tackle. They make those. I thought the only I way you could remember, be a D tackle was either black, like dark skin or white. I think we played them uh, last year, 
and um, <laughs> light, dark skin or white dark. is mad funny. Like light skin people can't be D tackles. No, light skin people can't but, be um, D tackles. They're talking about like yeah, he he like he's the only D tackle who plays like three downs and plays like everywhere. <laughs> so they're like yeah, make sure he's extra hydrated for all the games. Like we use him everywhere. He had to get in condition and all that shit. Yeah, but I mean like the score, even though the Patriots lost by seven, it felt never really felt like the Dolphins were gonna lose that game, even on that like weird last drive by the Patriots. Uh, and they got a run game too. Uh, Moster put on a show, mm -hmm. 121 yards on the ground. It might be Dietrich Weiss. Dietrich Weiss. Sounds like it could be right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if the Dolphins have a great passing offense, right, mm -hmm. and they have a good running game, and their defense holds up, I mean, honestly, they, this, they're looking at a top four team in the in the AFC. They're they're up there. They're, you got to put them in the conversation. Obviously, yeah, we're two weeks in, mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of football left to be played. But they keep on this trend. Who's your top four in the AFC? After two weeks, yeah, sure. Or and just how do you feel? How do I feel? I mean, I feel like it's still too early to tell. I think people are still feeling themselves out. Like the Bengals, obviously, the Bengals are zero two. I don't think they're gonna have a terrible season. I think they're gonna mm -hmm. be right up there in the playoffs mix. Obviously, right now, Ravens are up there. Uh, I have Who's a, your top four? Top four right now, right then. Now. Ravens. It doesn't have to be just based on these two weeks. I mean, right now, today. I'm, I'm just going 28th, off. I'm just going off based off what four. I've seen for these past two weeks. Uh, Ravens, Dolphins, uh, Chiefs, and go ahead. Probably the Jaguars. Was that just hate on the Bills? I gotta see it. That's fair. I yeah, gotta but, see it. Yeah, you, you lost, did say you off lost, these two weeks. You, you lost to basically a full game of Zach Wilson. You lost to a full game of Zach Wilson. But your defense was playing lights out. Oh, well. That's my fault. So that means every time they go up against a really good defense, which would probably be the Chiefs at some point this year, the Dolphins right now, the Ravens, every time they go up against a good defense, it, it gives them a pass? No. It doesn't give them a pass, but it just shows that, that, again, you just named all the top four teams. Bills might be four. That's uh, what I'm saying. It might be. Because to but me, that's just how lose, I... Losing to the Jets and then blowing out the Raiders at home doesn't say Agreed. anything to me but uh, that's why i said not just including these two weeks just overall i think the best teams in the afc yeah. are chiefs i mean the way i didn't have the bills in my top four regardless like even before the season because i thought the jets were going to be better than them obviously because yeah. of Aaron Rodgers. but, but that's, that's why you take into everything situation including you guys yeah. are losing Aaron Rodgers. so i still think I, th I think it's right now it could be the dolphins uh one it, it could be the dolphins division to lose uh yes which even crazier just you know right really right quick on the uh patriots if the, the jets playing the patriots this week mm -hmm. if the jets win that game Patriots go to zero and three and then zero and two into the division and it is how hard it would is it to not only come back from oh two in the division but now zero and three i mean you're basically you basically take yourself out of any type of contention at that mm -hmm. point so if you're own three in your division, you have to fucking be cleaning house in every other game. <laughs> and it doesn't look like they're going to be cleaning house in every other game this year. So nope. that's a big, big game this week for the uh, J Jets and Patriots. So you got anything else for me for week two? Um, yeah, RIP Nick Chubb. Oh my gosh! Dead, but like, no, it does. Jeez, man, I felt terrible. You saw man. the replay? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I for them. To like, as soon as it happened, they just went, you hear Joe Buck go, yeah, that was a tough replay to watch. And Troy Aikman immediately goes, we're not going to show it. Like, we're, we're just not showing it. And then you hear the crowd reaction. 
my thing was like when I like knew because real time, the normal angle, you can't see how bad it is, right? The yeah. normal angle that the Monday Night Football is on. And then you just see him, they go to help him up and he shakes them off. He shakes He's them like, off. Nah. Yeah. He was like, nope. And then he took his helmet off and started screaming. Mind you, Nick like, Chubb is like one of the tough, tough and he's guys. A in stoic the motherfucker. Bro, he doesn't show no emotion whatsoever. Like to hear him like yell the way he was yelling, I was like, "Oh, this is bad." So then you like, see him on the cart tearing up. It's like, yeah, damn, man. like you knew it was terrible, dude. It's at least he got paid, you know, silver lining in that sense. But like, this is someone who had a Hall of Fame trajectory, and I, to me, this injury was akin to Baron Davis blowing out his knee on the Knicks. Like it when like it was so crazy that they didn't even say what was wrong. Like they sat here and they just went significant knee injury. He's gonna be out for a long time. Yeah. Like that was it. Whether it's ACL, Achilles, whenever it's those big injuries that we hear like that, normally it's we know right away. You'll see something that happened and then you go, yeah, yeah, we, that's exactly what it was. This was literally like everything is gone. Everything is gone. Well, for the second second time, he. He tore was the same knee. I don't know if it was the same knee, but in college, he literally tore MCL, ACL, like everything mm -hmm. in his knee. And he came back. And imagine that, tearing like everything in your knee and coming back and becoming the player that mm -hmm. he is. Now you're going to have to do that again. At an older age. At an older age, especially at a... You know how horrible this is now? Like you said, it's mm -hmm. a good thing he got paid because God forbid he was going into a contract year, only had mm -hmm. one year left on his deal. Coming a run, The running back market is JK. already kind of crazy. JK? Yeah. Running, we've already seen what they, what, what, what the owners and the teams think of running backs, right? This does not help that. Case. This, this type of knee injury for a guy that's now another year older. Which, even speaking of which, look how many running backs we're seeing go down. Yeah. After this whole summer of running back isn't valued, things like that. Now you're kind of seeing why teams don't value put or put a lot of yeah, money it, into it. It's, it's a like, very dangerous position. And the wild thing is, like, I think the position is valued from a sense of, like, like I say, the same issue with the Bills. If you can't run the ball, you're not going to win games. Yeah. But, like, there's a reason why Joe Mixon is not, like, is the outlier from a, a bell cap back. Like, most teams do it by committee yep. for multiple reasons. Look at the look at the uh, the Niners. Niners. You got, you yeah. got obviously, CMC is and the main back. And they were the one who paid McCaffrey. Yeah. Obviously, CMC is the main back, but you'll get Debo in there for mm -hmm. a few carries. These are big guys. They get them out in space. They don't have them run between the tackles all the mm -hmm. time. That's just not how the game is played. It's a more air raid offense. That's what the league wants. That's what mm -hmm. fans want. So why am I going to commit 13, 14, well, 15 million a year? three guys to do the same thing. And if one gets hurt, then you have another one in X, Y, and Z. It's like, yeah. it's it's grimy. The Chiefs, the Chiefs ruined it for sense. everybody, basically. The Chiefs and the, and, the, and, the, and the Eagles. Because remember when everybody was like, oh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be like next mm -hmm. up. And then they were like... Yeah, nah, we got uh, Jarek McKinnon. We got Sky Moore. Like, we don't really, we don't really need that. We got Pacheco. Like, we don't really need. No, I think, no, I think it's the Niners did it. It's the Niners, I feel like, were the first one, even before the McCaffrey trade, to really be like, this is a committee. Since, like, the three-headed monster days of the Giants. Like, it's just. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, you don't need that feature guy no more that's going to yeah. be pulling in all this money. And that's not saying that, like, there aren't people that should get it. Right? There are elite it, running backs that should, like. Derrick Henry is still chugging along as Derrick Henry putting up these numbers at age 29. Yeah. Right? Like, like I think Bijan has the potential to be one of those dudes as well who can do everything, and then you could build your offense around him, and if you give him a break, then cool, you got a second or a third, if anything. Um, But that's the type of, have Bijan who can do everything. You have a second if you want a big-ass back to be a bruiser, and then you have a blocker. 
mm-hmm. right? So like there 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 will be people moving forward that deserve to get paid and deserve all of those things, but like the opportunities are going to become less and less, and it's sad to see. And you really hate to see that happen to a dude like Chubb, who's like through all the shit that the Browns have been through and done, like he's been the right most spot. consistent yeah. thing. You know, it's, oh it's, him, yeah, him and Miles Garrett, yeah, yeah, it's. It's tragic, but that's the thing. Even Miles Garrett, we can sit here and go, "Yo, Miles Garrett was doing Miles Garrett things," but like the defense as a whole was ass. Like the run game was never bad, period. Like it was as long as Chubb was out there, they were gonna get some fucking yards. F it, Chubb back there, pretty much. <laughs> um, so man, praise to Nick Chubb. You know, hopefully he can he can come back and still be you know the player that he that he was. And even compounding on that, look at Josh Jacobs. You know mm-hmm. that fuss in the offseason. That guy has what forty yards combined in the first two. Yeah, weeks? but I also think that you know there's there might be a little. You think they're purposely making him look bad? I, I think there might. You be know how hard it is to run for negative yards though. <laughs> as a reg, as an actual like NFL player, I mean, yes. if we went out there, we would get negative yards. But like negative yards on nine carries. I don't yeah. know, John. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I don't know. Um, that's some college numbers. <laughs> um. And the other last thing about the Browns is um, Deshaun Watson is playing like Carson Wentz, like full on, like what the what happened. Um, wow, that was a good throw, but like there was also ninety percent of the other ones were terrible. You missed open people. You're throwing Bro, fucking. What was ducks. with all the the face mask on yeah, his stiff arms? What dude. the hell was that? Like he got to listen to LT. LT said it best: the stiff arm is like a punch. He yeah, like he was le- he was legit grabbing. Uh, it was crazy. Alex Highsmith's helmet and throwing him down. I'm like, first of all, I mean, that's kind of crazy to be strong, that that strong. But, like, at the same time, dog, like, what are you doing? Ball security was not his strong suit. Obviously, he lost the fumble, which ended up losing the game for them. Uh, Had, like, three interceptions. Two I fumbles. just, yeah, no, I, um, everybody thought he was back in that for week one. Bro. But this is, this is, again, we're going to have to see it because he's, you don't want to say he's cooked, but at the Playing same like time, Carson. he hasn't shown... At least through these first two weeks, because I like, look, that was that was like a monsoon game in against the Bengals. Yeah. So like you, it's, you don't really count a lot of. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, but there was zero excuse because sure the the um, Steelers even played well, but he had plenty of opportunity that he just squandered away. Yeah. And like, also that just to me solidified the fact where right? I told you that we're going to sweep the Steelers this year. Hmm. Steelers' but, offense is, is is bad. Yeah, their but defense even, is legit. That's their defense legit. is good, but the Browns still took advantage. They did. Like they, the defense is good, but they had to like think about how many plays that Deshaun just gave away for them to do what they did. Like they, I don't think that like to me that wasn't a showing of an elite defense. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he did leave a lot out there, but at the end of the day, they still made plays. The pick six, the key forced. Uh, no, they they the key definitely forced did. fumble. Uh, the big stop on that last drive. At the end of the game, I think they really buckled down. But, like, you know, like, you still were... That's the thing. To me, we're not talking about them as elite defense if Deshaun made all those routine throws. Mm. If he made all those routine throws, if he's not being a fucking fumbleina, (laughs) we're not talking about them as an elite defense. Right? Because we're talking about them. They still gave up 100 yards to Ford. And before Chubb got hurt, he had 64 yards already. Oh, no, Chubb, Chubb was Chubb was gouging him. So that's what I'm saying. So you're you're giving up all that rushing when your line's supposed to be the strong point of your defense. We know you're you don't really have corners right now. I will say though, the Ford one, what was it like? 67 of those yards came on that one rush though. 16 carries for 106. Yeah, and how long was that run? His longest run yeah, was, long was 69. So 69. So you minus. But you still gave up 90 to Cooper. 
a hobbled Cooper. Exactly. Yeah. A Cooper who no one thought was going to play. He gave up 90 Including to Cooper. You. Exactly. <laughs> 90 to Cooper, 48 to Njoku. And, like, you had all these players just, like, to me, it was it was more of Cleveland lost the game than Pittsburgh won the game. Mm. And that's not me just saying this as a Ravens fan because I consistently think Pittsburgh has an elite defense and it's their offense that will continue losing games. I just don't think that elite defense played to an elite level that night um, consistently. Yeah, but they just did enough. And, yeah, exactly. And to... good teams will take advantage of those times they're not playing consistently. Mm-hmm. And then if that happens, then all of a sudden the team's fucking down. Right? Again, if all those routine throws are made, if all those face mask penalties don't happen, all of those things, this is a different game. That is true. That is true. So, All right. Is that a football? It's got to be a football. Everything else was a dumpster fire last mm-hmm. week. Russ is not cooking. Uh, yeah, we're over it. Th- those are the main storylines from NFL Week 2. Uh, now, as we look towards NFL Week 3, it is time for some primetime picks. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Do I have to turn it down? Sure. Matt, that was a great way to start off the segment. Love the energy. So, in case you guys couldn't tell, the Deacon of Demon Time is on another sabbatical. Another one? Go I mean, figure. He might just need to have a new AKA as Mr. PTO. Mr. Worldwide. Bro, he takes more time off than Kyrie. Jesus Christ. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Your mother's ass. <laughs> Your mother's so, ass. I'm filling in for him for his segment, Primetime Picks. So uh, last week, um, most of us had a pretty solid day. Uh, he actually did not. So uh, last week, all three of us in the studio right now went two and two. Yeah. And uh, Miles went one and three. Ha! So uh, factoring in our super boost, that does change our record slightly. That actually puts me in sole possession of second place at five and four. JT. And still in first at six and three, and Miles and Matt's record say the same because they lost Super Boost for going with the Packers. Super Boo. So, this is a gross slate of games this week. Indeed, like, this we, had, we had we had we had trouble terrible. picking the games. Like an abysmal <laughs> NFL week, um, but we did get some in. So, first matchup: the Buffalo Bills at the Washington Commanders. How are we feeling, guys? All the time. It's got to be the Bills. Circling the wagons. You know, usually nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, but I already saw Washington Commanders. It's a sellout. Ain't no tickets left. Left hand up for the Commanders. Let's go. They're pulling off the upset in FedEx Field. That's big. Man, you know it's sold out because I don't have anything to do in D.C., what are you doing in D.C.? Ah, uh, yeah, D.C., home of nothing to do. Home. Matt, <laughs> that might have been the worst take you've ever had. <laughs> the brunch capital of the world? The brunch capital of the, the world. The brunch capital of the world? What's the best day for brunch? Sunday, baby. There you go. I'm sure there's going to be some football brunches going on. Um, brunch. Whoa. Brunch, 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 brunch. I th- John, come on. Come on, we need an answer. I might. I might just go with the the safe pick. I might go with the safe pick. Hey man, safe picks are for wimps. Um, listen, that that's what I did last year, and then I let you you know my lead go to waste, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, you won when you chose my picks for the first 
10 weeks. Yeah, it's okay. Great minds think alike. I know, I know. And that's why I decided to take some more risks. And, you know, I got to get my my crown back. Um, Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo. Miles sent in his picks. Uh, He also is going with Buffalo. Yeah. From beyond the beyond. (laughs) That's him this week. (laughs) Now, speaking of an abysmal week of football, we have two teams with abysmal defenses going head-to-head. Oh, yeah. The Chargers Mm. at Minnesota Vikings. Oh, yeah. What what are we thinking, fellas? Man, this is really the battle of the mid. (laughs) Oh, man. It's just crazy because I just came from Minnesota, too. They're all very nice people out there. Minnesota? Minnesota. Did you come in Minnesota? I did not come in Minnesota, no. No, I did not. Cold Uh, like Minnesota? I hate you so much. (laughs) Uh, Dang, this is a tough one. It's not a primetime game, thank goodness. This is a one o'clock game. Uh, Charge to get their first win. Charge to get their first win. Because it's a one o'clock game. Uh Uh-oh. Going with the one o'clock legend. Uh-oh. And arguably the number one receiver in the league. Uh-oh. Give me the Vikings. It'd at be- home. <laughs> Skull. It would have been hilarious if he said <laughs> Keaton Allen. Hey, that's a red zone monster. At one point, he was top He was top 10, top 5. Just not now. What you got, Matt? I'm going to hang with the Vikings. Mm, the Vikings. The people's quarterback. It's funny. It's crazy because by the end of quarterback, John's going to absolutely love Kirk Cousins. So I said this <laughs> when he was on the Manning cast where it's like he's just like the ultimate nice guy. But then you remember that he's like anti-vax and probably a little yep. racist. <laughs> and you're like, I can't root for you, dog. Also, his wife is terrifying. What do you like mean? watching quarterback. She's almost like, bro, she's like that. Like because hey, her eyes are kind of popped out. Yeah, it's, a little bit. It's the like. Oh, everything is perfect, but everything's not perfect. Like that's what it is. You oh, know no. what I mean? Like that's the vibe I got. Bless Man. her heart. Literally. Um, yeah. Big old cornball. Kirk seems like a nice guy, but then again, what does he really think of his teammates? He's like again. He, it seems like, hey man, I hope your family's doing well. God bless. But like, should women have rights? <laughs> like that's how I feel about Kirk Cousins. Oh my goodness. That being said, Miles has also chose Minnesota. Damn, I'm the only one. I'm taking some risks today, boys. Taking some risk. But now, will it pay off? Next one. Philadelphia mm. at Tampa Bay. Monday night football. Give me the Eagles. Yeah, fly, Eagles, fly. Am I going to? You're not. We know you're not. Just pick the Eagles, John. <laughs> we know you're going to pick the Eagles. Just I'm, put, I'm, I'm actually. There, there's no way he's picking Baker Mayfield in prime time. Hell no. He, John, stop doing hey this. Amen. Hey Don't man, do this. I just heard some upsetting news about Baker Mayfield. Which is? It seems like his family might have just robbed him of $12 million. So Pat McAfee said this. Or he was, it was a clip that I saw where he was like, I, I don't know if this is real or not. But if it is, Baker seemed to have invested $12 million into what would have been one of his dad's companies. And that money disappeared and they can't get on him. So uh, I think Baker's got something to show. As he's pouring his heart and soul into this primetime game against a team that was in the Super Bowl last year. Give me Tampa Bay. Oh, this is this is crazy. I thought I was kind of wild with my picks earlier, but good Lord. Oh, man. If this pays off, though, insider trading. 
Inside, I'm I'm calling it now. Insider I know where that trading. 12 million went. Exactly, it went to John. <laughs> it went to it went to the Mutu Fitness Workout Plan. I tell you what, I tell you what. If I got 12 million, y'all would not see me. <laughs> y'all might never see me again. That's crazy. Here we are thinking we could get a, a a big upgrade to the studio. We'll buy like a whole building and whatnot. No, nah, he's not for leaving. nothing. If I had <laughs> if I had 12 million, I'll, I'll throw y'all like a, I'll throw y'all 10k. Thank you. I'll throw y'all, Thank I'll you. throw y'all 10 bands. Thank you. Miles also went with Tampa Bay. What? What is going on here? Now, Fools. the last <laughs> matchup, which again, on a miserable slate, this has the potential to be a very, very good game. The tough out LA Rams at Cincinnati Bengals. The 0-2 Bengals. <laughs> Another Monday Night Football game. Oh, boy, oh, boy. As we just talked about earlier, I don't know, the health of Joe Burrow, it's a little bit shaky. Rams haven't looked terrible. They went on the road to beat Seattle. They gave they gave uh, the 49ers some fight. Yeah, they were in the game. Mm-hmm. And they covered the spread. So, uh, yeah. I, it's in Los Angeles? No. It is in Cincinnati. Oh, give me this. This is back-to-back home games for Cincinnati. Give me the Bengals. Give me the Bengals. They, 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 they ride the ship. Give me the Bengals. I'll go with the Bengals. I also will be going with the Bengals. I just don't think Cincinnati can afford to drop to 0-3. Me neither. Mine neither. And I believe we Miles got, also went with the Bengals. We doing double point games? Yes, sir. I feel mm. most confident in the Eagles. <laughs> I want my double points. Oh, shit. What? forgot about the double points. That changes the record. Oh, I thought he was going to say, oh, shit, they found the $12 million. <laughs> in that case. In that case, switch my picks. No, you can't. It's already locked in. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So uh, if I'm going Eagles double points, my, uh, Matt, what are you doing? Which game are you going double points? Hmm. I have no basis for this decision. Uh-oh. This is my favorite but, Matt's decisions. But... The points feel mm. like they belong with the Vikings. Oh, double points on Captain Kirk. <laughs> Matt, we're on the same page. Oh, Go. my goodness. They are riding Vindication. They are riding the Kirk Cousins gravy train. And whenever Miles, you know, get, gets back to me, then he'll get his double point, his super boost, his Saratobi super boost of the Saratobi week. Saratobi super boost. Enjoy this whack-ass week of football. Check those primetime picks. This week's pretty wild, so I don't even know if you should bet on any of our picks this week. But uh, I guess it will be fun because these games can really go either way. I mean, I'm taking Eagle spread, and I'm taking uh, what do you call it? I'll take I'll take the uh, I'll take the Chargers over. And you can stop at any time. And with that, it's time for some damn anime. Woo! Ah, uh, yeah, my favorite segment ever. Anime Book Club featuring the soulful sounds of JT and the illustrious Illuminatics of John Mutu. Today we are discussing Illuminatics. Yeah, Illuminatics. Today we are discussing Jobless Reincarnation. Yeah. Yeah, we are uh We damn, finished we it. We finished it. We finished it. We got we finally got to the finish line. You know, I think it's fitting that it's me and you doing it. No, we finished considering Miles never really liked the show. Wait, Miles didn't like the show? No, nah, he did, but like not as much as we liked it. Because oh. it wasn't, you know. Yeah, but we was... liked it for two different reasons. 
I think maybe I don't know why do you like the show I think it's a good overall show I why was, do you like the show I like the show because of the characters because They're you can funny. relate to, to I, can, I can relate on a spiritual level I can relate to Rudis on a spiritual level I think but I feel like there's a lot of this show in all of us I can okay. relate to Rudis uh-huh. on some levels not all the levels but some of the levels mm. I think Miles can relate to Paul on a lot of levels mm-hmm. just without the children part and you let's see you, i i have a character in mind i think you're like the best who are you gonna say you're like you're like you're like a rugid yep <laughs> i was yeah, like that that would be the only like one the, that fits you're like me, really. the adult in the room and nobody yeah. really wants you here but you're the adult and like yeah but things we don't fall apart without me a uh, little bit little bit hey that's <laughs> not really true sometimes our me and miles's two-man pods go uh go quite swimmingly but yeah i feel like other type of organizational things yeah we'd probably uh we probably would have gotten into some shit i don't know if we have a uh matt is definitely not uh what's her face eris no not no, in the least no. bit we he, don't have an eris i don't even know what he is matt, matt you know you know who matt is matt's lilia but without being taken as a slave and without a child i was gonna say matt might be like um eris's dad no, no, because remember, Eris's dad is just is like Rudis, and Matt's not. No, nah, not really. Yeah, remember when they was bonding over the uh, hey, why hey, you see why I brought in uh, them beast creatures? No, that was the grandfather. No, the grandfather's one who originally had the love of the beast people, and also her dad. Okay, remember it was they all the, do. It, they all do. We all do. It was a scene where they're. Yeah, he's talking. He was and he was like, "Yo, Rudis, I'll send her up to your well, room." Well, he was trying to to form a coup. He was trying to entice Rudis. But there was some truth to what he sure. was saying. Sure. Um, he is a gray yard after all. Gray, gray rat. rat. Yeah, get it. Which was weird to me because like, I really kind of just figured that out. I'm like, damn. I, I thought there was an extra R, and I'm like, damn. Gray rat, kind of a trash name, for real, for real. I understand why people be kind of poking their eyes up at that name. <laughs> gray rat just sounds schemeful. But the name ring bells. It, it moves. It, it, it's a mover and a shaker type name. I guess. Um, but we did episodes 22, 23, and the OVA, which can be looked at as episode 24. Um, I'm, man, I really liked, like, I, I liked the whole thing. I liked the way it ended. I liked the conclusion. I like how it set up season two. I like, you know, like, I saw a tweet recently where we talk about how not all happy endings are bad endings. They like like shows like My Hero or like Tokyo Ghoul or shit like that. Like depending depending on which massage parlor you go to, but yes, sorry, it's also fitting because we were talking about Deshaun Watson. <laughs> sorry, sorry, we're gonna keep it anime. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, but no, I totally understand what you're saying. <laughs> um, yeah, that was great. That was, that was great work by you. Thank you. But, Thank um, you. That's what, that's what they said after the happy ending, too. <laughs> that implies you were giving the happy ending. Wait. You're not doing any work when you get one. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That was wild. <laughs> Oh boy! Wow. I mean, um, trying to get back on task. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yes, not all, not all happy. Well, you were saying not all happy endings are bad. Are bad. Um, yes. This was an example of a show that didn't really have a happy ending, and um, like, it was a really good one. Like, I, I think we fall into that of, um, those ones that aren't as happy like this sort of lead on and want us to watch more and more. Mm. And um, this is a perfect example of that. Right? Oh, absolutely. Um. With that being said, there are some shows that have happy endings that are still good endings, i.e. Ted Lasso. Anyway, um, episode 22, like, my son has PTSD all over again. Oh, my god! But gosh. I can't blame him. He literally got murdered. Bro. Dead ass. Literally got murdered. the same thing. Full on death. Like, big ass not like Not like verge of death. Not like, oh, man, you were at death's door. Like, like he, he died. died. Like, he literally yeah. sold himself to the afterlife with a big ass hole in his chest. Yeah. Like... <laughs> It was over. Oh boy, he was—he's done. He accepted his fate. He, he was even like, "Hey man, you gave me another shot. I appreciate it." Like, F it. um, I'm probably never gonna see you again, but thank you. Appreciate. And he's like, "No, no, you're you're going back. You're going back in." It was it was Brock Purdy. Josh <laughs> <laughs> Johnson got hurt. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, pulled up back to the crib. Going back to the village was a rough scene, man. Yeah. Like you that know, was tough. when they finally got to to where their home was and uh, everything destroyed. Yeah, everything destroyed. But. When they were like going, I didn't want, I didn't want Ruger to leave, man. But you, you kind of saw it coming, though. I don't know. At least to me, I, I felt like there was no way. I thought he, he was, was gonna... gonna fully deliver them back. Mm. And like the way he left, just being like, I gotta finish this journey on my own. Type. I was like, Nah, man. They're supposed to help you. Like, and then after you've successfully got your name back and you're like free of the curse, then you could go on your own. But I mean, technically, he kind of did. He did get his name back to an extent. And he, because, like, the thing was, he just needed to help get him, him get to back continent. to the continent. Mm. They got back to the continent, got back to Rudy's homeland, and it's like, all right, well, job done. Mm. I'll catch you when I catch you. Uh, see you on the flippity flip. That was, that, I mean. It was a very gut-wrenching scene, yes, because yeah, it was like, yeah. damn. Even uh, Eris, like, you see the emotion mm-hmm. with her. It's like, damn, got should have thug tear. Damn. Hey, man, I don't blame you, man. Like, it's. That's why when I finished it, I was just really excited to get into season two. And again, I think this is a, sh- a show I'm going to end up reading, um, which has been a great theme. And how many of them have I read? None. But it's on the list. It's on the list. I mean, you're the same. We don't read. <laughs> don't do that. I read. What? I read One Piece. Yeah, that's true. You do read One Piece. Yeah. Yeah, but everything else. We're like, you know, like you and me, we're like brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Those who are watching, we we did the the SpongeBob, the SpongeBob, SpongeBob thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, he goes to separate. Then they go back to Eris's hometown. Dude, that's destroyed too. I mean, we knew that part. Yeah, we knew that. Yeah, part. we knew that part. But she didn't know. I mean, they yeah, didn't know. That they part. didn't know the extent. But I, do you feel like they kind of at least Rudy Rudis had that inkling when he put up to his own town? It was like, all right, this oh is destroyed. So maybe there's a chance that all right, kind of everything. Like, everything got thrown out of whack with that mana storm, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a possibility of, like, damn, that I think they kinda... accepted it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot who it was that they were talking to that was like, oh, your parents are dead. Oh, wait, that was Eris. Right? Wasn't it Eris, when they were in one of the towns and Eris was like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, I've already accepted that my parents could yeah, be dead. That's like, what I'm saying. I so... forgot who she was talking to when it happened. But I... we already went. Well, that's where I, That was the first level of growth with Eris. I think that was in the room with, with Rudis and, and Rudis. Rudis and uh, Rudis. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. um, that was after Paul talked to them and explained yes. what, what was going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I think they accepted that it would be in a state of chaos, right? Um, and man, like it was a confirmation of like you know, hey, both her parents are dead. 
um, your grandfather got killed. Like, they were gone in the storm. It was a wild mix of emotion, not going to lie, because it was, uh, all right, we pulled back up on Jazane. Uh, Ghislaine. Damn, that shit was kicking ass, huh? Bro, all, all season. And it'll keep, keep, it'll keep kicking my ass. Sound it out, baby. That Take your time. hard ass of Ghislaine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, pull back up to her. Oh, my God, it's Ghislaine. Cool. All right. Then you Love find that reunion. Yeah, it was good reunion. Good reunion. Then it's... We gotta Yo, get to business, your, uh, yeah, your mom and uh, your dad, they out of here. Oh, and your pop-pop? Yeah, he gone too. I love how um, <laughs> it was. I don't know what his role was. I feel like he's the chief advisor. Yeah, and um, one of those guys. Yeah, I can't remember his name right now. But uh, I think that, that you know, this was a another one of just like a big episode for growth from Eris. Mm-hmm. Like from the way she felt, where she was even to show some of the childlike emotion that she had that she's been keeping under control for a yeah. good amount when Rudyard left. To like one when they're like Rudy, do you mind stepping outside? We gotta talk to Eris, and she's like, Nah, anything you say to me, you can say in front of mm-hmm. him. Um, and then her handling that and literally just going, I just need to be left alone right now. Um, like old Eris would have threw a fucking fit throughout all the news, and then the advisor is like, I think your best bet is he wants to take you as one of his concubines. Like, yeah, now her away. keeping her composure with that, because mm-hmm. the person that was most upset was Ghislaine. Mm-hmm. He's like, Nah, ain't no way. My pupil is gonna be. And you're about some, to give her off like that, like she, she just got here, like, like chopped liver, like God, like yeah. fuck, fuck the uh, the country. I don't give mm-hmm. a damn about unifying the country, like nah. So I thought, yeah, Aris definitely did handle that well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, big scene because Rudis knew, Rudis knew she was gonna cry, like when she kicked everybody mm-hmm. out. He was like, even me. She was like, uh, yeah, even you. Mm-hmm. See that little pause when you look back, you could like kind of hear the sniffling, like damn, that's tough. Yeah, and we see um. We see their like that come up later on of like the what I feel like we, we find the reason why she she even had him go away later, right? Um, I, I'm gonna get into that a little later in the episode, but like, mm-hmm. like I thought that was a really cold response from someone who I guess it just showed like the whole duty thing where he was like, I'll do anything to rebuild the kingdom, and it was just like, but you're just gonna act like you, you weren't here to help raise this child type shit, duty to the crown, yeah, or duty to the country, yeah. Tough, um, tough decisions gotta be made, especially because it, it kind of seems like he's literally the one in charge. He's the mm-hmm. one that's running the entire yeah. camp and getting all this other stuff together. He's the one so. actually managing the people, not the crown. Yeah. Um, and then the first anime MC, the first anime MC to actually get the girl. Uh, kind of. What is with what an is? asterisk? No, it wasn't kind of. No, nah, no, nah, it's kind of what, what happens after. Well, no, he I didn't mean, get the girl. He oh. got the ass, but he ain't got the girl. I mean, well, that's the most important part, right? Sorry, sorry, sorry. You want to say that louder into the mic? Nah, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, no, we uh fought. She comes in. He's just chilling in the room, doing whatever. Eris comes in on some like, oh, why are you wearing that? She's like, yo, I turned 15. It's go time. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, mm-hmm. you said when I turned 15, mm-hmm. I still got two more years left. What are we doing? She's like, yo. Real for real, I only care about like two things in this life. One is is Ghislaine, two is you, mm-hmm. and you're the closest thing I got to family. But I want to be closer than that. I want to make a family. I want to make a family. And when she said that, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. This is crazy. Yo, that entire scene. My son almost fumbled the bag there. Nah, when she was like, I'm gonna say this one time. This one thing that my mom told me to say <laughs> said, I want to have your kittens meow. Nah, that's crazy. Go can time. You, can you imagine? Can you imagine your girl saying that? Oh my god! If she said that, I'd have been like, "We're done here." 
Justin? Be a, be a, be a small Mutu like nine months from now. It'd be crazy. No. No? Really? She comes in. I want to have your kittens with the lingerie Absolutely and not. the meow, but like, but like, not. but like a better meow than Eris, because she just like kind of said it with like a monotone voice, like, like pan. meow. Like you got to get it, like absolutely I don't not. No meow, like meow, bro. Like what's his face oh, from? Oh fuck uh, out of here, Felix. 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 <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck out of here. If Kylie looked at me and said meow, meow, John. <laughs> You getting active? Oh, <laughs> Double bricked up on a Tuesday. Oh, That's crazy. Nah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. nah. Um, but he has the, uh, the coitus. Were you expecting the next scene? I, the what a wonderful morning shit was hilarious. I just had sex yeah, literally. and it felt so good. That's literally what it was. Nah, him because honestly, I, said, I felt I that. joined the rest of the world. I felt that he was like, "Hey, look, I'm part. I'm one of y'all now. I I'm, understand. I'm, I understand. The sky is blue. The birds chirp. This is what y'all niggas have been worried about. Colors. Nah. They're so much more vibrant. Nah, when he <laughs> he looked at the one guy who was like on the ground. It's like, nigga, what are you doing? Like, what do you have to be sad for? It's a joyous day. <laughs> it's like, I'm about to go up in there and get me some round two. Fuck so about you, to get that morning. <laughs> Goes in the room. It's nothing but hair. First of all, that, at least in my... Oh, man, I was gutted for him. To me, right? For me. Mm-hmm. Also, I thought I thought the scene that they did was very uh, tasteful. Very tasteful. Me too. The whole like the, the, the wine cup falling and then like it falling symbolically into the puddle. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Very tasteful. I'm a man of, of class and, and civility. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, a man yeah. of art. Of an uh, yeah. if you I appreciate the finer things mm-hmm. and things in life. Yeah, you see what I did there? Um, That's a bar. I appreciate the finer big, things. Big Don't bar. We all, big bar. Don't we big all. boat, big bees. My thing is this, right? Look, I, she, in like the most non-weird way possible, she must have put it on him. Because like, how do you not notice somebody... Get up out of bed and Bro. cut their hair off. First time? First, I, mean, I mean, first time, I didn't even go to sleep. I just kind of had to drive daytime, back somewhere. Maybe. Exactly. Daytime, Daytime, maybe. <laughs> but at the same time, I, have like, it, I didn't have it with, with a fucking nighttime for years. Daytime affair. I can't remember, honestly. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of funny how she got up, cut off the hair, left it there, and left the note. And this man didn't even notice, like, nothing. Because one... Well, to be fair, right? Yes. Hear me out. His first time, even though he was in the show only 13. Yeah, he's in real life, he's like 35, right? He was 35 when he started. So that means he went through 48 years. Oh, so mentally, he got 48 years. Damn. 48 years of buildup. Yikes. I think I think it's well, fair for him to be pretty fucking mentally, slumped. but not yeah. physically, because his physical body is only thirteen years old. So it'll no, only be thirteen years I, of build up. I, I, it's not he had the same Justin, body. Justin, it's Justin, a different no, body. No, 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 you're missing what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. No, the mental, no. bl- it's the how, mental build up. How much of it is mental? Yeah, there's a lot of it is physical too. Because there sometimes it'd be like the body, the, the the mind is strong, but the body is weak. Word to Futurama. Justin. I'm telling you, look, man. I don't Large know. part of it is mental, bro. Large part of it is mental, but not it's not. Yeah, not forty-eight years of buildup, and that and that's the, that's if we were just saying just physical buildup. This man, forty-eight years of mental buildup, including like the past, like since they've been on 
since they've been out fucking adventuring essentially of like oh shit i think we're in love which makes this even seem which again now that you're breaking it down it makes it seem even weirder because this is a 48 year old nigga I, <laughs> see, that's year old girl. that's what that's, that's what my makes, biggest that's what makes mental kind con- of that's my crazy. biggest source of cognitive dif- dissonance about this because like i'm like yeah they're this they're pretty similar in age from that but like the mental side but at the same time like it would be weirder if you went after people his own age at age 13 so it is true it's a lose but like, lose a but lose. i think the best the best opportunity is you're you're physically 13 you gotta rock with i already you. know somebody there's probably somebody in anime world that not somebody there's a bunch of people in anime world that probably have a problem with this and you know what it is what it is and i i, I can't it. be mad at them there's arguments for both sides again like <laughs> i get your point i get i get that point yeah. like again like we broke down like the, the dude who made it you might might be a little questionable uh, but we, we feel the same check, way check his check his email yeah we, we feel <laughs> the same way about the dude who made my hero wait why what did he do i mean just look at how characters are drawn it's creepy as fuck dog I don't know. He kind of he kind of ate with Mirko. Not gonna lie. No, no, no. With the adult characters, sure. But he also did everything he did for the adult characters for the high school characters. And yeah, that a little, a yeah, little strange. That Momo costume. I'm like, yo, that's not even like, like you can't fight crime like that with your titties out. That's kind of crazy. Back to what we were saying. Uh, but outside of the the questionable moral things, like I like I really enjoy this fucking show, man. I really enjoy the no, show. It's, it's, um, it's, it's back good. to like that. You know that episode and this sort of conclusion um i think it's fair for us to talk about the conclusion as a whole right 22 and 23 as a whole pretty much and it's so, cr- it's crazy that the meant the amount of emotional just going back to the rudest mm-hmm. thing the amount of mo- emotional drop off like mm-hmm. we talk about earlier in the show in the episode when you know eris reunites with Ghislaine but finds out that her pop her parents and her granddad are dead kind of the same thing with rudest because now it's like in his head oh my gosh like you know you make love with the person that you're technically in love with, mm-hmm. right? And you're thinking, all right, now it's time to start this new chapter of our life together. And building everything else up from here. Exactly. And now it's, she's gone. And now you're just left with nothing. And you kind of see, like, bleeding into episode 23. Wait, before yeah. we get into 23, just um the note that she left? Yeah. Because he read that in 22, right? He didn't mm-hmm. read that in 23? He read that in 22. Okay, so when he read it in 22, like... I feel bad for him. It makes sense, though, right? Like, as to why she she did it. Like, she was like, I, at the point where I thought I can help him the most, it just showed that I needed the most help. And that's why I say, like, that scene where she goes, yo, you need to leave, too. I think old Eris would have just cried on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. But after he got fucking murdered in front of her and she couldn't do anything, she's like, I can't keep relying on him for everything. And that's what she says in the letter. I got to get stronger. Well, she doesn't fully say that unless she says it later. She said it later when she's talking with Ghislaine. Yeah, yeah and when they're walking through yeah. the, the, the shit. But no, it makes sense. I mean, look, the person you loved has been carrying you. Mm-hmm. And you, and one time they needed you, you wasn't there for them. So only option, go get stronger. Mm-hmm. So then when you re-meet re- up with them, y'all on the same playing field. I mean, it's never going to be the same playing field because I think Rudis always... I think Rudis... I think adult or older Rudis about to be an absolute problem. Hey, but we found... Uh, but... The fucking... Um, the Dragon King, can't remember his name. He uh he said Eris has a shit ton of potential too. She does. So I think it's gonna be like a uh um a god level mage and then a sword god. I think she, Eris is gonna be a sword god. So it's like they're comparable in their respective fields. And then they team up and beat down everybody. And then mm-hmm. you got Ruger just laying in power, the cut. Power family. Just 
but it's the it's, it's this is the uh what's the it's the blended family that they talk about mm-hmm. in in fan fiction but uh i yeah like now my reaction here was like now he gets to act like a kid but at first i was like all right like yo pivot like now your goal is to find sylphie and your mom that's how i felt i get it but like at but the he same needs time to like, recover like, like that's a big emotional that shit. boy was depressed yeah, and that leads us into 23. I mean, like 23, so he has the flashback to his old life of getting bullied. And just, like, I thought that was kind of crazy. Like, the whole scene with, like, especially, like, with his mom, the dad, um, and what was, like, his brothers mm-hmm. or something like that that were off screen and just showing him just turning into that recluse. Bro, that, I think, was a big thing because it seems like the younger siblings didn't know who he was. No, they didn't, because they said, yeah, they oh, said, the guy, up, the man yeah, upstairs. The man upstairs. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That explains so much more. Mm-hmm. But also, I thought it was kind of nuts that, like, we always talk about bullying being an epidemic, but it's usually multiple acts of bullying. This was one incident. And mind you, it was one of the wildest incidents that we've seen in all the shows that we Wait, watched. what was one incident? The bullying. That was multiple. No, it wasn't. It, it was when he goes, he steps He steps up for the, they cut in front of the girl. Yeah. And then they go take him to the uh yeah. the they, gym. they throw the basketballs at him yeah. and then immediately after they tie him up that was one thing it wasn't like he got bullied every day for like a year and a half uh, i guess i just counted as like two separate acts then okay that's fair but like um, are you sure there wasn't like any other flashback we had of him like getting bullied? all the like, other flashbacks of him getting bullied was the him was, being tied up on the fence that was the only time he was stripped naked yeah i thought he was stripped naked in the locker room ah uh, but damn Damn, you talking out after one time? Ah, oh, come that, on. That's, you ain't I got mean, no dog pretty, in that's you. That's pretty traumatizing. It's for traumatizing. Like a, a Damn. High school kid. Come back. Come back with the trip. I don't coat, think. I, I don't think his. <laughs> I don't think his parents gave him a good, um, good support. Like they they helped him a little bit, but like, I don't know. To me, the response isn't just like I'm gonna go get those kids suspended. Like, I, I could un- I would completely understand if my kid didn't want to go back to that school. Like you want to go to a school where no one knows you. Maybe it's a cultural thing. I don't know. I but, guess. Cause yeah, I was, and I felt bad when just the mom about, was like, hey, like, I know you can get through this because you're my son and all my kids are strong type yeah. shit. I mean, dad was just looking at it logically. But Yeah, no, get the kids it. kicked out, but yeah. also you go go to another school. Yeah. Like, get your kid in another school so you can have a fresh start. Yeah. Um, But that that was just crazy, man. But I don't know. My, my thing now is like, I think in the beginning of this episode was, all, oh, no, 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 it was later. Um, I think my, my reaction was is there time is there training arc time everyone's separate now we gotta have a time skip and everyone's gotta come back powered up as fuck hell yeah I just thought it was kinda cool that in that moment where you're not with Rudis mm-hmm. when he's still in his depressed funk mm-hmm. every character you saw like they were just going character to character to character was just like yo that nigga Rudis mm-hmm. is like that like every character was like yo I gotta get strong I gotta be like Rudis or oh I gotta be a better person because mm-hmm. Rudis is like that he just He's a giver. He doesn't take, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which I thought was like, damn, like, here he is in a funk, which understandably so. True. This shit put me in my bag a little bit. But, like, he doesn't even realize how many people's lives he's made better because of him just being mm-hmm. who he is. And that is pretty, that's like, pretty endearing. I think that, like, that scene as a whole was one of the best, I think, scenes that we've watched, period. Yeah. Like, the cinematography, the drowning in depression stuff. The like, like you said, them showing how everyone's lives were changed because of him. And even through all of that, showing like how the depression hits of him still wallowing, thinking about like all that negative stuff, thinking about like not, not being able to 
think outside of himself to how he affected everyone else around him, right? Because you figure the only family he's known for the past, what, two and a half years mm -hmm. is gone. Rooted is gone. Mm -hmm. Harris is gone. Mm -hmm. What is it? What? And Ghislaine? I mean, Ghislaine's gone too with mm -hmm. Harris. So, like, literally, when he's in the village and the guy's like, yo, I know you and Alphonse, fuck. that's his name, by the way. Alphonse. Yeah. And, like, Alphonse is like, yo, I know you kind of upset right now. I left like, you alone for a bit, but it's time to, like, get I up and get going. I need you to start building some houses and getting some water. I'd be like, yo, Alphonse, low-key, I'll turn you into chicken right now. Shut up. Go away. But at the same time, like, Alphonse is right. And I think part of the reason why I felt like this was different, and I put in my notes as I was going through, was, like, I was thinking... Alphonse was going to be the one to give him the push to not repeat the mistakes of his past mm -hmm. where he just stayed in the comfort of not doing anything to become the recluse again yeah. yeah so now it was like the all right like you had your time process your grief now it's time to pick yourself up and get going mm -hmm. and we see that where we know that the thing that got him going is him going to save his mom thinking about all the stuff his mom did yep so which then brings us to a very important scene I love when characters that aren't supposed to interact interact mm -hmm. Now we get Roxy, and mm -hmm. she runs into Kirishiru, yeah, the, demon, the demon emperor. <laughs> the demon emperor, the one that gave Ru uh, Rudus his uh, demon eye, mm -hmm. and uh, they're out here drinking. Yo, they really drank uh, old boy under the table. No, oh, <laughs> dumb funny. And then of course, old girl in the corner got out. herself in trouble. Crazy, but bro, <laughs> there goes Roxy saving people with her money again, uh, which grants her a wish. And the wish was, yo, I need to find, I want to know if what's-his-face's mom is alive. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah, I can't pinpoint it exactly, but she alive. Did Roxy write the letter to him that told him where to go? I don't remember. Did Roxy write him the letter? Yeah. Uh, dang. I don't remember. I thought well, she was in the, pro I remember her in the process. Of doing yeah, so maybe that's that. But, like, bro, all I'm saying Roxy with the demon eye would have been broken. Yeah, that's a good thing they didn't do it. Roxy uh, we we don't need eye. we don't need broken characters yet. Like we already we already see Gojo in Juju in JJK. Mm -hmm. I don't need it to be like, oh damn, Roxy is already uh, what was it? God tier water mage. Yeah, and she got a demon eye. We don't know which demon eye she would have got, but still. But even still, like like Rudy, like at least Rudus, he has a demon eye, but he's not that strapped yet because we already see. Yeah. But he got a really good demon eye. He got a good one. Yeah. But it's not good enough where it's like, all right, he's OD now. Mm. Uh, her with one? Bruh. Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. So. But his his depression monologue, like, that shit was so fucking real, bro. Bro. You know why it was real? Because it was said by a nigga that was a grown man. <laughs> Only a grown man the, could have that type of emotion. Bro. He knows what real depression That's what is. I was, I was like, damn. I was like, damn, let me get this nigga a clon up It was hitting me. <laughs> get him a Prozac real quick. Um, but, like, I was I was so glad when he got up, man, when he was like, all right, like, he found the will to, like, get up and go do his thing. All right. And my first reaction was he needs a new party. Yeah. Can't do this, by, can't do this dolo. Mm -hmm. But where's the party going to come from? Speaking mm -hmm. of party, though, I'm very curious. I really want to know what Roxy's party is like. I need to see them scrap. Because mm. all I've seen so far is the short guy can drink mad beer mm -hmm. and the girl be fucking is get literally giving valerie k a run for her money meat cute a meat cute but every cute is meat with her it's ridiculous she might have to go into the my next tiktok remember the one from earlier yeah with all the wife she might have to go in there i have to, i might may, may, i might need a part two with um, that uh like 
the way I felt after this, um, I'm thinking now is his time to have the own adventure. And, and referring to Roxy's party, um, I, I'm like, I think they got to be strapped because we everyone that fucking Paul traveled with seemed to be strapped. Yeah, like, well, like that's like that. Like, that's what that's what I'm anticipating for mm-hmm. season two. Is I need to getting see the, more Roxy and the crew getting more Roxy. And the, I just need to see one one fight. Just but then again, they haven't put themselves. They've never been in a position where they've had to fight. It's well, just now them they, gathering can, information. Well, now they have the information. So like now, like, now they know where to go to try and get uh, Lilith. And that whole thing is just Lilith, Zenith. The the mom Zenith. Yeah, yeah, that's the mom. Yes. Um, so I'm. I'm. It, it did a good job closing out the story for sure. And did a great, did a fantastic job of setting it up because at the very end, at the very end. We see a little uh, teaser. You know what I'm talking about. What? Oh, you didn't see it at the very end of the episode? Oh, and it's the uh, people in what it looks like, I think, maybe the Magic Academy. Remember the one that Rudis wanted to go to? Yeah, yeah. I think, I, this is just my speculation, but I think it's that people at that Magic Academy and niggas was like, yo, y'all heard about this, uh, like, five, this, like, seven-year-old that can do can't... Incantationless magic. There you go, baby. Good <laughs> job. You. Can't believe I work at the job I work at and can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. But uh yeah, you're like, nah, that's kind of crazy. That'd be kind of cool if it happened, but ain't nobody can do that. Mm. Uh and then the last scene is that like, this girl or this this person, them, they them, whatever. I'm not doing pronouns. With silver hair, kind of pointy, got got the uh nice uh shades on, mm. you know. The Cartiers, if you will. Nah, they look like one of them shit's called Pit Vipers. Maybe. Shit's that uh all the all the people wearing now. I baseball think so. players in fit. I think so. But yeah, the Pit Vipers. These Jones look like one of these. <laughs> but uh my guess that's Sylphie. Did you start season two? I didn't start it yet. Oh, okay. Did not start it yet. I'm gonna start it this week or this weekend probably. There's technically an episode zero. I saw that. Yeah, watch it all. Uh, but I'm yeah. I think I'm only on like episode three or something. Okay. So I'm thinking. All right. My guess is that that's Sylphie. She done uh got a little change, but she probably strapped as hell because if that is the magic school, damn, she really got into magic school. Can you imagine if Rudis got into that magic school? I mean, that was the goal. Dog. He's trying to go with Sylphie. Well, the, the well, the goal, and isn't that why he was like, "Yo, I need a job." Yeah, because he wanted to pay for <laughs> Sylphie. That's kind of trash, though. A parent making their child pay through school. No, the means. No, the parent. He's Paul was like, "I'll pay for you, but I can't afford both." He could, he got that money. No, he doesn't. We know Paul. And he that. said, even if I did, like it would look terrible. Man, he made good points in that. Oh, that like Paul cares about optics. Fuck that guy. And he impregnated. We had this maid. conversation. He, this guy's. There's no like. There's nothing that Paul could say no, ever you want, that would you ever want know, hold up. You want to know why? Why? Because if Paul had the control of the family like his brother does, mm-hmm. he could have took concubines. I mean, and concubines I, were not frowned upon for whatever reason. But again. It was more so he was like it would ruin Sylphie's development because she'd always be dependent on you, which is almost pretty similar to the situation of Eris going, damn, I was always dependent on you. I need to go off on my own. I guess. So. Yeah, so now without. So how many years without 
Sophie mm-hmm. and Rudis together. I wonder how strapped Ru- Sophie. She probably strapped as hell. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so OVA episode twenty four, Goblin Slayer. Goblin Slayer. That um, was a funny episode. Yeah, I was literally like, is this filler? Um, and if to confirm, I thought it was filler. Yeah. It feels like it. To confirm, it's not really filler. I was going to describe it. it. Apparently, I, it's an unaired OVA that takes place during the events of episode sixteen. So it just gives the ideas. It gives a little bit more backstory. Um, it was when uh, the day off, and no, it was when yeah, uh, when they separated there for the, the day. That wasn't a day off. That was when old boy went to go talk to Paul. Yeah, it was basically the day off for for Eris and them. She was just going through the store, through the uh, mm. town square and shit like that. And no, she wanted to. Um, um, the goal was she was like, I'm gonna go. The goal was to go on a mission. Yeah, we started off with her just prancing through. I, I could have sworn no, that, that was when she was like, Yo, I'm gonna go kill these shit. And Rudy was like, Rudy, like, just watch, watch her back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the episode started off with her just going through the mm. town, looking at and smelling at shit. And then she goes to the guild, and I was like, Yo, uh, big titty wench girl. Uh, what, what, what they, what they got going on over always there? Always funny, bro. And any anime that has a guild, that's how the fucking the people who work at the guild are built. It's crazy. All of them. It's crazy. It's like, how do you apply to be a guild worker? You just have, it's like working friend. at Hooters, asking for a friend. Like they don't need little, like they don't need little loss prevention or nothing. Loss? What? What is being lost? I don't know. Stuff. Stuff needs protecting. <laughs> that's the point of the guild. Nah. I they mean, don't do it. You get like if you're in the guild, you're well, doing missions to protect shit and find shit. Well, who's protecting the guild though? Like the building itself and the stuff inside and the people. Most important. People protect themselves. Nah, she needed nah, they need protection. Anyway. <laughs> um yeah, the episode was like light, um, somewhat light, you know. Uh you see me. some things going on. That annoying ass kid. He was gonna be tight the whole time. Also, like Eric's about that action, bro. We got to see Eric's flex and like we did. these motherfuckers. Um Nah, you really see the love that she had for Rudis because she's like, nah, my guy Rudis, my man, my man, my man. My I look, I'll give credit to the little kid because like he was like, yo, for real. I mean, even in the like the monologue or mm-hmm. montage or whatever in the beginning, they were like, yeah, like. He actually became really, really strapped. Yeah, but he was hard work beats talent when talent don't work hard. This motherfucker was an asshole and was convinced that he was the best ever and everyone can use him. And he would have died like four times because he was so confident. Hey, cock, hey cocky kid. Hey, it's okay. Ain't cocky right. kids get humbled. Hey, ain't nothing little wrong with that. How I, they bounce back from being humbled is the the is how they really prove their metal. This is true. This is true. Uh, but I did think this this gave a really good uh, world build. Yes. Uh, just in terms of like all the extra stuff that's going on with political the, uh, stuff. Yeah, the political stuff, which we got hints at throughout the show, mm-hmm. but now we kind of get a more full uh, taste of it. Anyway, Eris and them go uh, and they save that. First of all, how that you a knight? Aren't you supposed to be strapped? That's what I'm talking about. What I are the get qualifications? it. But Eris is the most strapped. No, I'm when she got. Uh, cornered by the three uh, mm-hmm. people from the other church. Yeah, didn't she kind of look like Zenith? A little bit. At first, I thought... I thought that... Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, shit, she turned into a knight. But then I was like, wait, nah, it's a different girl. Different mm-hmm. girl. Uh, she also wasn't too busty. Good good job on the animators for that. Because not every female warrior can be busty. All right? some You need some more streamlined fighters. Balance? Some, yeah, you need balance. You need mm-hmm. balance. You got to let the physics come into play a little bit. Exactly. Uh, but... Oh boy was uh found out because one of the, the dudes that was dying mm-hmm. was like, yo, why are you uh 
I, I wondered why he wanted to put the helmet on. He's like, oh, I'm going to go back put the helmet on. And that's why. He didn't want to get mm. found out because he knew who those niggas were. Yeah, that was crazy. So, um, if I remember correctly, it was, it was a bit of like, the people that she ended up killing were working for the Pope. The Pope doesn't want him to become in charge, but the Pope wants like to, what is it? The Pope wants to get rid of demi-humans or some shit? Well, the Pope didn't want, I believe it was the Pope didn't want that child who everybody thought was going to become the Pope. That was a blessed child. So yeah. we get our second mention of a blessed child. Yeah. Right? The Pope didn't want him to become in charge. But the Pope didn't want him to become in charge, I think, because they didn't fuck with demi-humans. Mm-hmm. Like, the the faction backing the boy doesn't fuck with demi-humans. Or- and, the per- and if the blessed child became the Pope, I think it was more of like... I think that was more of like shit. the figurehead, but I thought it, I thought they were working on the more unification type. I, I don't remember because it's been a couple weeks since I watched it now. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either no, it wasn't demi humans. It was uh demons. demons, demons. Yes, the the boy, the faction that backed the boy wants doesn't want demons to have rights. Mm. That's what it was. Could we even see a little bit? Don't we see a little bit in that that episode where like the demons were getting uh yelled at for uh trying to cross the uh, the toll, whatever, and the, like, the the one security guard was just being like an asshole. That, I didn't pay attention to uh, when caught on that. But, um... Yeah, but my boy Cliff, that was his name. I took it as a villain origin story. For Cliff? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I feel like... Where it's like he was going to be a fucking tyrant, and then it was going to be like, ah, Eris. Oh, so you're saying, like, because he met with Eris, he's now not going to be a villain. No, I still think he's going to be a villain. Oh, I have hope for the kid. Uh, it was funny. He was like, when they went back, yo, I'm not going to lie, I want to make you my woman. <laughs> Marry me. I have seen. I have been with you for about eight hours, a work business day, but I've seen enough. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen all I needed to see. She was like, "Yeah, nah, I got. Sorry, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> That's not my boyfriend, but also my boyfriend. I'm betrothed. <laughs> I have to fake, fake, but like not fake. He was like, "Nah, I mean, it's a situation ship. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Mean, what's understood doesn't have to be explained. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but you know, I think that." I think it would be a reverse villain origin. I think now because he's known Eris, that's now going to become a familiar face. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe he does end up becoming Pope or whatever and a person in charge and they cross paths. And now it's like... You a, think she's going to be the reason why he, he backs away from the whole anti-demon thing? Possibly. Mm. Possibly. Uh, yeah, I think so. Or I'd be very upset and then like they end up crossing paths and he's like, hi, I remember you. You didn't want to marry me. I just and I'm going like, to keep doing dumb I shit. Wish- he crosses paths with Rudy, and Rudy washes him. And he's like, I can never be that. I understand. I, and that'll be his villain origin story, for real, for real. Oh, you know what I think it would be? All right, so, like, Rudis and Eris meet back up, however many episodes later. Then end up facing him, and he's gotten much stronger. You have my woman! In, like, a fight like yeah, that. Yeah, and, like, oh, shit, so you're the Rudis that she was talking mm-hmm. about. All right, if I beat your ass, I'm taking your girl. Mm-hmm. And then... Rudis and Aris team up and beat the shit out of that nigga. Rudis just sons him. Basically. Just and then Rudyard comes out of nowhere with an RKO. And then they go, now it's really fuck all the demons. Basically, and now we get it, now we get a uh, rise of the Third Reich, but in Java's reincarnation. <laughs> um Well, it's only one way to close it out. Who are we pulling it out for? Oh, porn went out for Rudis's virginity. Uh, shout out my boy. Finally got what he uh, 
have been wanting this entire time. I do wonder though, now that this is now that he has mm-hmm. joined the ranks of us finer decent people, uh, if this changes his character in any way, does he become less of a deviant? Or now that he has tasted the sweet nectar that is the coitus, does he become even more deviant? These are the things I would like to find out because I think it would be funny. So I am pouring one out for Rudis's virginity. All right. You'll start watching season two tonight? No, nah, I'm going to go to bed. I got work in the morning. Feel that. I want to watch more, though. <laughs> oh, and honorable mention, pour one out for the grandfather because he was a real nigga. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm still not 100% certain what happened in the tower was consensual. consensual, but he was still a real nigga. So I, um, I, I, that was who I was going to pour one out for. Um, you know, I, I think, yeah, I'm like trying not to like blend what I've seen in season two. Um, it's a very eventful first couple episodes, but uh, yeah, I think I pour one out for the grandfather and is it wild for me to kind of want to pour one out for Rudy? Why? Um, in what sense just because even though he like was able to accomplish so much like the things that he wanted the most still escaped him after all of that like his family still isn't all together he his relationship with Eris is lost for now for now for he feels like it's lost Mm -hmm. right he's a lost person Mm. um there's no his entire party is dissolved now no Rudy. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no Richard. No dead there's end. There's no Eris, right? Dead end is gone. Um, we still don't know anything. Not not only about his family, but we still don't know anything about Sylphie. Mm-hmm. He still hasn't met up with Roxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's like the most alone at his most vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. So you're pouring one out for his mental state. That might be it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said, I was gonna say his grandpa, but yeah. Not mad at that. Not uh, not mad at that at all. I know my nigga, he's, he's real when he's going to bounce That's back. That's a tough way to end a journey, man. But right now, yeah, he's going through it. Shout out a prayers for my nigga Rudy. Uh, yeah, I'm not mad at that one. Not mad at that one. I honestly didn't think you were going to go with the grandfather. Then I was thinking, like, how many other niggas really died like that? Because, like, my gut wanted me to go to Rudy, but I was like, how am I going to pour one out for Rudy? So I was like, I guess the grandpa makes sense because everyone else seemed to, you know, ended up pretty happy for the most part. Were you shocked at me pouring one out for Rudy? And the way I poured one out for Rudy? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. Who'd you think I was going to pour one out for? I had no idea. Ah. But, like, I wasn't expecting a, a, a intangible entity. Hey, man. That's his virginity to pour one out for. Hey, it is. I'm, uh, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. I get it. It is what it is. But, uh, could, you have, could you have poured one out for Rudis? Uh, his first, his first go around in the in the world. I mean, because technically he did die. It's like his second time. Yeah, but but he did come his, back to life though. Yeah, so he's not dead, yeah. Dead. And he, he got to he got a second chance to like do everything. Not he he didn't come back to life at his stop as endpoint. He got to do it all over. He pulled a Demar Hamlin. That ain't right. <laughs> he died. He died on the field and he brought him back. What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. That would have been that he would have been brought back at his endpoint. Rudy wasn't brought back at his endpoint. He got to start life over. No, I mean like when he got got by the uh, dragon god. Oh, I thought you were talking about him. Oh no 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 no! no. I mean the dragon god. Mm. Hard stop in the field. Justin, please stop. Quit while you're ahead. You can you 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 know you can cut this. So like it's okay. 
You're laughing, so I, know I think the wild thing about all of that is like they were like, "Yo, Demar Hamlin, comeback player of the year." This boy almost got cut. He almost didn't make the. He's 53. been a healthy scratch the first two weeks, John. Bro, I think there's a reason for that. He's trash. He's selling jerseys. Selling jerseys. It's okay though. This is a. This is not a Demar Hamlin hate 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 pod. Stop talking. It's more for me to cut. Um. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, with that, that's that's pretty much it for the episode. That is uh, if for Anime Book Club. No Wii Weekly this week until uh, we get miles back. We're going to you know continue to catch up with JJK until we're week by week with that. But um, hey, man, Jobless Reincarnation Season 1. Season 2 is ongoing right now. I think there's 11-ish episodes out, maybe maybe a little bit more right now. Um, But great show. I know we thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, And you will get our new Anime Book Club show next week. Catch y'all next week. Ow, my ears. Damn, we, 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 we sold. We sold. We sold. How'd we do that? Damn it. Matt, are we ready? Yep. Aha. Yo, what's up? What's going on, everybody? Another episode of the Saratoga Sports Pod, episode 195. Just a two-man pod today with me and John talking New York Liberty. Actually, I'm going to start that over. I got distracted by something on the wall. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice.